following program contains explicit language and subject matter and is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Hello? It has to start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now? Welcome back to Gorilla Radio Live. I'm K-Mac. And I am Neil. And uh, we're back after a break. And it's actually been seven days. We've been a bit slack. We missed out on a podcast. but Been, been busy times. It's been busy and it's trying to fit everything in. That's it. So what we've, got, we've done 10 shows. This is our number 11. Number 11. We're uh, going to do a bit of a wrap-up and we're going to talk about things in the past and uh, just to clarify things up. But Confirm a few facts. And... And things that people were questioning, like myself. And, uh, yeah, we're going to uh, have a good chat about it. So, let's kick this off. Let's do this. Can you feel that? You better hold on. This one's about to get bumpy. Question. Question. At the All start right. of that, he says, you hang on because it's going to get a bit bumpy. Yes. Do you think we use that to prompt our listeners to what we're going to deliver? You know, I've never thought about it like that, but it's definitely uh, a foreshadowing of the potential... Um, to talk about bodily functions. <laughs> number one. Um, but some of the fucked up things we might... Get into the thing is I don't, I never think they're that bad, but then I've had people listen and go, oh, some of the things you talk about I don't quite agree oh, with. Oh, really? And it's like, really? I don't think of maybe that's just because I'm fucked up and I don't ever think I'm saying anything. No, I don't think you're fucked too up. Too bad. People are like some of the things you say. It's like, well, I was trying to hold back. No, I think you got a good. <laughs> I think you've got a good spin on things. Sometimes I go, fuck. Where's he going to go with this? Yeah, but usually when you're me. feeling that, at the same time, I'm going, don't know where I'm going with this. Ah, who cares? It's like, let's see where this thought goes, no. and then, then straight down the toilet usually. And there's the balance, though. Yeah, that's that, it. That's what we get. That's because when you say about people that have questioned it, I've actually had people that I thought might be freaked out and come back and go, no, no, let Neil go. Talk about the pee. <laughs> let that urine flow. It's good. I, this is why I like the podcast, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's a good – I have like my, my head's really loud with stupid thoughts. And it's a good um, yeah. uh, conduit, conduit, con, con, conduit. Yeah, it's for a good those, place to deliver them. Absolutely, just for me to freely think. Because in society, I can't always talk about these things. Yeah, you can't talk about them to your boss or like the a lady on the bus. You can't just can't hit them with that. Whereas yeah. here, it's like your choice to listen. So it, if if I say something that you're going, what? And maybe that's what's got Romania on board. We love Romania. I love Romania. Thanks for listening, guys. Hello in Romanian. 
Uh, I want to say, say I knew I'd fuck it up. <laughs> I want to say bunta, but it's not. I don't know. It's bunta. <laughs> no, it is. It's bunta. It's bunta. But if bunta is a word, it's now my favorite word. Yeah. It's like hello. It's bunta. But That's a good way to say hello. But I think they're going to be laughing at us going, these yeah, fucking, like, what the fuck's a, the Australian accent yeah. going, fucking bunta. Fucking bunta. Bunta, mate. What's bunting? Um, I think when you say it now, you've just given me an idea. I love when you do this. <laughs> I actually Hit think me. there could be an experiment in this where we just make up phrases that we've got to go and just talk to a random person, just go like, and not about the fucking weather, but just come out with something you wouldn't normally say to somebody. Like a like an opening statement that, oh, oh, now you got me thinking. Yeah, you know the Queen, like she owns all the swans in the UK. See, that's a fact. Yeah, but, so that's, that's, but that's what I'm saying. You could actually use that. As an opening statement, because you know, because I think you and I talk about people going, Oh, it's fucking hot outside. The weather. Yeah. Or when it's not hot, it's cold. The icebreaker about the weather (laughs) to me is your fucking imagination (laughs) is shot. You got nothing. Go away. You just you just reacting to basic stimuli. Yeah. Oh, that's sharp. Oh, it's hot in here. Yeah. Oh, I'm tall. Like, yeah. There's nothing fucking going on in your head, is there? It's it's that person that walks up to. Uh, a tall guy and goes, oh, how's the weather up there? Duh. That pisses me off. But I will say, I will say, and I'm kicking myself over this, that I didn't do it. I was in Audi's the other day in yep. the shopping centre, just in the, in the shop, and there was a couple of people walking around in white overalls, right? Because I've got a thing about white overalls. The people that wear white overalls primarily are painters. Yeah. They get covered in paint. Why the fuck are they wearing white? So, like, they, so they know where all that paint went. Well, yeah. But anyway, these people weren't painters. They were traffic control. Oh, yeah, yeah I know the ones. So they must the have been going to shut a street off or something. And, in Audi. Uh, no, they're no, gonna no. Shut they, down, they're going to shut down an aisle. They, no, no, they <laughs> were doing – getting their, uh, their goodies for the evening. Ah, okay. That sort of thing. They were just about yeah, to start work. For sure. This bloke that was in there had to be seven foot tall. Big motherfucker. He was fucking – and now I'm, I'm picturing him – and I'm six, virgin on six one, right? Yeah. So I'll, let's just say six one for the fucking fuck it. You're six two for the listeners. No one knows six three. I think no I'm six one. I've, I'm pretty sure I've seen you know when you go through those doors and you got the color of the height. You're on the top <laughs> color. But this guy made me feel like five foot. Yeah. And what I'm kicking myself was that he was trying to look all hard when he was walking around. Yeah. And I thought you don't fucking intimidate me, so don't like. Are you trying to staunch? Other people like I'm because because it, it's at the perfect height to just punch him straight in the cock. Like, so, I, but it, I was kicking myself that I never went back and went. And I wouldn't have done the weather line, but I would have just said something like, Fuck, you're a big fucker, aren't you? Like, <laughs> just because that's what he would hear every day, yeah, every day. just to piss him off. Yeah, because he was, it was what he had, he had that shit look on his face. Like, I know I look like the Hulk to all you fuckers. <laughs> and the white overalls doesn't help. That's like, that, <sighs> that's verging on the clothes a giant would wear. It, it was like, I don't know if you've ever seen that TV show, Land of the Giants. No. I turned the corner and there's just, just this fucking Hulk <laughs> of a man and I'm like, he's a you know what, fucker. You know what I really like is when big people have tiny voices. Yeah. When they're like fucking, oh, they're still looking at it and he goes, "Hey, go, mate. Yeah. Oh, could you just? It's really far down. Could you just get me the thing for just a packet of chips?" So that that comes back to me when you're talking about your fear of going to jail and having Bubba says, "Oh, um, uh, we'll suck my willy, suck my willy, <laughs> suck my willy." I heard you're a divadoba. <laughs> so that's that's the sort of sort of thing. So this is what we want to wrap up and, and over our 
over our ten episodes, over our tenure, and uh, and just clear the air in case because we didn't get a lot of fan mail at this stage to go. Oh, we really liked you. Oh, we don't. So we suggest that if you're subscribing through iTunes, rate and review. Give us a, yeah. a rating, five stars, five stars, whatever it is, whatever the maximum amount of stars. Yeah, is. I, I dare you to try six. But yeah. it's five. Send an email to iTunes saying we need another star yeah. for these guys. And uh, and and write a review. Tell us yeah. what you think because we want to know what you want to hear about. We've got some ideas about what we're going to talk about. Um, but one of the things I wanted to clear up, and Neil's going to uh, give me the lowdown. Is this some of the factoids I have I have delivered? And this is, yeah, yeah. So the swan scenario. Oh, okay. That the Queen of England owns all the swans. That's correct. So it is true right. that the Queen technically owns all of the swans in the River Thames. Okay, okay. But they only exercise their jurisdiction between sort of two points. I don't know if it's near where the castle is. I don't uh, know. But there's a certain area where they sort of royally look after the swans. They even have a, like a and I don't remember how the ceremony goes. Yeah. But there's a swan ceremony once a year. I think what they do is they find the most beautiful swan and, and, and the queen beats it to death to right. assert her dominance, you know, the royal dominance over nature. They, they don't, they don't to the bag to of rocks. that one, do they? <laughs> the queen just with a bag of rocks or a shovel murders yeah. a swan. Yeah, to justify no. her. There is some form of, because I think they catch and release them, like, you know, they tag them on the ankle. Yeah, or, yeah. But I think there was even occupation, wasn't there? Yeah, like swanner, royal swanner. Swan swanner, master. Swan, swan. It was a really cool title. It was yeah. like King of Swans or yeah. Swan King. Like, swan King. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the swannery people. But technically. And so it is in their jurisdiction. And apparently if dolphins come up the river, they, they think they have a claim to them. Now you're fucking with me. No, I, I don't. Like, look, I'm trying to remember an article I read a month ago. Okay. But I, I'm pretty sure dolphins are also involved in... She owns a couple animals. Beavers maybe or squirrels. Like they've they've got Not foxes. She kills foxes. Yeah, no, she wears foxes. She wears foxes. Um, but they have, and and so they. I think it's more they look after them, and you can't like. There's probably a higher level of fence if you were not that you should attack a swan in the Queen's region. Like you, you know, you're not going to get just done with maybe animal cruelty. There might be a, you know, a firing a squad or yeah. a, they get shot with a flaming arrow or. Get your balls bitten get off by an a Laplander. Yeah, just. She sicks the um, one of those little dogs she's got. Corgi. They she they sick the corgis on you. Actually, there's a really big. Do you think that when we get a king, which would be Charlie, followed by William, followed by George? Yep. So there's going to be three kings in succession. Sure. Do you think that they're going to man up and get rid of the corgis and go for something harder? They they might follow the um, the Thai princes, Thai kings. Yep. Lion here, you, you know his beloved dog? No. There's a journalist and he's facing like 30 years in prison for insulting the king's dog in Thailand. Fuck. It was a king, like the king's beloved dog and I think the dog had died and I don't even know that he said anything mean about it but he just mentioned it. Yeah. And he was a journalist and, and they've gone, nah, 30 years in prison for talking about the dog. Might have just said, fuck that dog. Fuck that dead dog. <laughs> I don't even think it was that. Like I think it was pretty. Like he, it, I think it's because he mentioned it in in a lighthearted sense. He didn't. It was disrespectful. Essentially, he did. He, you know, uh, he was a good dog. Good, you know, sit boo boo sit or something. And they're like, well, you should go to prison for thirty years. Fuck, they're weird. They're yeah, they're pretty intense about the royals over there. 
That's probably a really good thing <laughs> we're going to talk about in about an authority. But I mean, I, authority goes fucking mad. Yeah, and that's a good case of it. I think if Charlie was it Charlie's the first one, he'll he'll Rich Charles, yeah, because he's been waiting a while. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. he'll get overzealous and buy a wolf. He's he's like um. I think he's close to 70. He he's 70. up there in age. Yeah. Like he looks like he should be in charge and she's just still kicking. Yeah. He'll go for like a wolf or a dingo or maybe a mountain lion, like maybe, a cougar. Maybe that's what we should. We should um, lobby Australia because when, when the, a monarch takes seat, yep. if they call it seat, it's not office, but maybe they talk seat. Take the throne. You take the throne. They, um, we send them a gift. Oh. It's like when they get married, Australia sends a gift. And uh, on behalf of us, here's a box of favourites or something. Yeah. Like, here's a funny thing. We send a gift to uh, Prince William when he gets married because he's going to be a future king. But yeah. Harry, his brother, fuck him. Because he's not. Didn't in, send him anything? Nah, he's not in, six, he's not oh, in life. I feel bad. Fucking send him a gift. Yeah, just some DNA it's from his real father. Fer- Ferrero nice. Rocher or. Yeah. Uh, a scratchy. See, scratchy's. That's that's um that's nice. Scratch is like the worst fucking gift you could receive. Well, for him, because money's no fucking option. <laughs> and he's he's that sort of cunning. Go, oh, I just won five grand. I'm going to donate it to charity. Mm. Not piss it up against the wall like we'd all do. Yeah, five grand. Yeah. I'm going on, on a holiday. I'm going on a holiday. No, no, no. I'm going to give it to a charity. Going to give it to a charity. Fuck you. Claim it on tax. Yeah. Get get let's get his DNA and see who his real father is. That's what I want to do. Uh, do is, so is there some assumption that his father? Is yeah, yeah, a it's not. Father? Charlie's not his dad. Is this is this official, or uh, is this just everyone's like? Dude. There is talk of a million dollar bounty out there to get his DNA to match it up with the former major. Uh, and, and again, it's his. Mohammed Al Fayed. No, wasn't he part of something? No, no, he was. He was after. Okay, he was up. That's Who, why they killed her because she was pregnant to him. Oh, really? Yeah. Is this is this the theory? So the conspiracy theory goes that I can't think of the major's name. If I showed you pictures of him, he's actually Harry's dad. Diana was having an affair at the time. Okay. And she falls pregnant to a redheaded man. Yeah. And she's got a redheaded child. Ooh. Can't. And the queen's like, well, take her head. They they say no 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 we that they doesn't stick correlate. The swans on her. So, and then after that. She, divorce is all done and dusted. She has a separate life. She then uh, does has no royal duty. She loses her royal title. She was, I forget what she was. The Princess of Wales is what she was. Oh, okay. She lost that title. Yeah. And um, she was sort of known as... The princess of hearts, like they just they call her the people's princess. Yeah, or like she, she was they, really. They loved her. Yeah, they loved and her. And then regardless. the queen, queen ran her off the road. Well, the, he, here's the conspiracy theory. One, one of fucking many. Yeah, is and and when you look at it a chronological order, it actually makes sense. So she's actually fallen pregnant to a guy that's a Muslim. Yep. Fucking thanks for that motorbike in the background. <laughs> um, that's the assassins coming to get us for talking about it. Yeah. Um, so she she's fallen pregnant to a Muslim. Yep. Which would mean that the future king of England would have a Muslim half-brother uh. and the king of England and the, currently the queen of England is head of the Anglican church. Okay, so it wouldn't, wouldn't work. Wouldn't jail. Not so allowed she, to do that. That's naughty. Well, didn't recently, was it Charlie ran someone off the road? No, no, no. That was her, the queen's hubby. Yeah. Um, do you reckon that he did it the first time and he's got a taste for it? 
the Duke. Um, Duke half dead. If you have a look at him, he's fucking. He's a zombie. Yeah. But do you is. reckon he ran her off the Phillip. road? The fir- Phillip. Prince he's run her off the road the first time. And he's yeah. got a taste for it. And he's been going around. And they've finally caught him. He's just running people off the road, like living like some Mad Max uh, fantasies. I don't think he's probably seen too many car chase movies. <laughs> it's what he's he's, he's driving a, la- a Land Rover, a Range Rover, and he's like, you can't fucking hurt me. Yeah, that's it. Um, he, here's the funny thing how the royals operate because they, they don't respond to public demand. Yep. So there was a big uproar about it and saying, and of course the non-royal publications are like, this fucking guy's 90 years old. You've got to take his license <laughs> off him. I don't think they have a license. Yeah, he does. But what, what happened was... He didn't um, respond to public backlash, waited for two weeks, and after two weeks when it died down, went and relinquished his licence and handed it in. Ah, okay. Um, we don't need to listen to How's he going to get around now? Yeah. Someone will have to drive him. Yeah, yeah. The Queen. So Probably the same person that wipes his ass every morning. Yeah, that's it. So. Hits him with a gurney. There's something interesting that we're just touching on when we're doing a wrap of all our, our podcasts. Yep. I think it's now official that all 11 podcasts have got some mention of the fucking royal family. Well, it's, I suppose at this point it's a running gag. I think it is. I still say fuck the Queen. We should call the podcast the Queen's Podcast. Yeah, but see, <laughs> then, then we'd upset Queen fans because they think we're taking a piss from ah, Freddie. We'll call it the Royal Family Podcast. Actually, just on that, we could just market ourselves as members, like 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 cousins of cousins of cousins of the royal family. Yeah, we're, we're dates back somewhere. <laughs> Inbreds. Um, you know, what amazes me about Queen the band. Yep. That they called themselves Queen. Yep. When there was a Queen was a like the head monarch was a Queen, and they were so brazen to come out and call themselves Queen, which is also a term for homosexual. Yep. But they never recognised, like, no one went, oh, Freddie's gay. We just, we didn't, we never talked about it. No, well, you don't talk about those things, no. not in those days. No, so then when Freddie came out with, diagnosed with AIDS, everyone went, oh, he's a gay. <laughs> we never knew Freddie was a gay. But you don't have to be gay to get AIDS. No, 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 but if you're going to Otherwise they'd your, call it gays. If you're going to call your band Queen. Yep. It's not like you're doing tribute songs about the queen. But you're English. Like you can you can you can get a narrow pass on it to go, We're English, we have a queen, it's in honor of her. No, it was the lead singer was a fag. Oh yeah. Of course. Oh sorry. The F word. You know you can't you're not allowed to say that anymore. What poofter? Uh, fag. Quince. Shirtlifter. Uh poo jabber. Bum bandit. Uh I'm trying to think of one now. What about choppers? Homosexual. Oh, homosexual. A, uh, You're not allowed to say fag No Who cares But fags aren't upset that they're fags I don't think they are They like sucking cocks That's it they, They're like it's Yeah, not like, fuck yeah, I'm a fagger It's not like It's not like someone says You're a fag You, you I don't Fuck I can't even get my head around the correlation Where they would be upset being called a fag I wonder how we got to fag Because wasn't it like And it's one of those uh, Apparently what a fag it is so, yeah, what the fag, how we got from gay to fag? Yeah. Yeah. Because a fag, it's a bundle of sticks. Yeah, okay. I've never heard that. That's what I've, you know, when you're a kid and you looked in a dictionary for funny words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, faggot. 
And that's that's exactly what a faggot was. Yeah, and I've always waited for the moment that someone walks past with a bundle of sticks and I can go, nice faggot. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't get how we hear people say, I'm getting paranoid that our system's overloading at the moment. I get paranoid that people, that they, they create all these... Uh, yeah, F word or the C word or where, like the C word I sort of get because some people get offended by it, whatever. Yeah. Um, where where you don't even know that it, you can't say it anymore. Yeah, that's like, there's always been the whole thing of oh fags rude word to say, but no one really. I don't think fags offensive because I don't think it even necessarily to me in in my life it's always meant someone who was being a sissy. Someone who's being, um, even if you say girly, I suppose that's offensive. But someone who's being a fag. Like it's not nothing to do with sexuality. Yeah. It's just you're being a fag and stop it. (laughs) But it never had anything. If you're being a fag, it didn't mean you were gay. Yeah, but there was no. So so here's the thing. So there's a thing that we're going to talk about. Actually, it's quite funny because we're going to use the terminology. We're going to have a word of the day. Okay, so this actually reminds me of echolalia. Today, if you're playing at home, today's word is echolalia. Is that where you repeat something someone said? And that's that child learning. Okay. That's part of it. But there's a, in psychiatric terms, I use it as well. But there's there's the the child learning of saying over and over and over is echolalia. Yeah. Right. So... For people at home playing, the word of the day is echolalia. That's E <laughs> C. Go, get go. K. No, you were right with it. H O. Yeah. L A L I A. Bingo. That's Echolalia. That's the, the word <laughs> of the day. Um, so it's that mentality. So we keep saying faggot because between us and putting it, it has no. Uh, nasty meaningness. We're not. We're not saying it to be like I would. I would, if we were to catch up with mates and guys that we've worked with and go, "Hey, how you doing, you fag?" That's a piss take. It's not a. Yeah. It's, it's not. I'm going. He's not going to turn around. Let's say our mate Primer, right? Yeah. Prime time. I love calling him prime scum. time. Scum. Scum. You call him scum. I say prime time. Yep. Um. And I go, "Hey, how you doing, you big fag?" Yeah. Do you think he would stop and go? Um. Do you think I'm homosexual? <laughs> he would have thrown out thirty other insults. That's it. He that just followed. just just knock it back. Yeah, because that's all it is. Yeah, it's when and, and when people go, you can't say that's offensive. It's like they're just repeating what they've been told. It's it's like a, a I was gonna say trigger word, but that's got its own meaning now. Yeah, but it's like he said that, so I react like this. Yeah. But you don't actually believe that. It's just that socially you've been told to think that when you hear that. Yeah. And it's like, I know people that are gay who aren't faggots and I know people who are straight who are the biggest faggots. Yeah. Because they're faggots. Yeah. They're, they're, they're annoying, prancy, prissy, fucking complain about things, won't touch something with dirty and... Dandies. Like dandies. Like yeah. that's, that's a faggot. Okay, so here's... A, here, now, it's a really interesting thing. A dandy is a very accepted expl- explanation of what we would refer to as that dude's like a fag. Yeah. We go, I mean, he's like a fag. And they go, what is he, gay? No, no, he's not gay. He's very girly and female orientated yeah. and, and acts like that. That's a dandy. Yeah, absolutely. So dandy's not offensive. Not, I suppose at one point in time it may have been. Well, 
I often refer to different people because I know a friend of a friend who dated a dude, right? And yeah. he, this guy is a pants man, right? A pants man. Uh, he fucks everything. Okay. Right? Literally fucks everything. And this guy's got, I can't even tell you the balls that he's got. And he is your classic fucking dandy. Yeah. And I'll give you an example. They went on a date and she had these leather pants on, right? And now she can wear leather pants, right? And, and wear them well. Like they look fucking hot on her. Okay. He says to her, I can't wait to get you out of those pants because I want to try them on. (laughs) Not to get into you. No, no, no. I just want to wear your pants. And he fucking did. He's known to go out with wearing, and he fucks, he fucks. Scarves and and frilly. But women's underwear or women's clothing or, yeah, the the guy's a performer. He is an artist. He's a musician. He's a lead singer in a band. Like He's a fact. He's a performance man. We would go, that dude's a, a fag, a fag. but he's a dandy. Fagging it up. He's definitely a dandy. He's a dandy. And yeah. Yeah, that's it. So we, I, that's we, a good we, explanation of it, actually, yeah. what, what fag is to us. Yeah. So what, and the reason I'm happy to use it, because it, you can use it as a term of endearment with your mates and you can take the piss and everything's happy. But the reality is we're, we're not, like, I'm not even going to go into the depths of the N-word Right, because the N word in America is a whole different meaning. It's a very controversial topic, and it's sort of like just avoid that one. That's exactly right. You don't talk about. It. For me personally, I actually use it amongst my friends as a term of endearment. Yeah, but it's now been stolen. You back. know, you know what I hate when when if you walked up to a man, especially it happens a lot in workplaces. If you walk down with your mate, and it's going on, dickhead, and he's like, "Fuck you, cock eater." And then, like, someone else over in the corner goes, oh, my God, you can't use those words. I'm recording. It's like, no one was talking to you, motherfucker. You're not involved in this. You can't be offended. You don't know the context. And that's the whole thing about offense. That's the whole thing about being rude. It's context. Yeah, yeah. And, again, if it is no one else's business, why do they feel they have to buy into it? Because they're the upright citizen. They're the socially responsible yeah, fucking dickhead, and they're you know they're being, they're being a fag. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I was going to say cunts, but let's. Yeah, well, they're also being cunts. Yeah, but there's a. So I'll give you an example. The, the greetings that I have between certain friends. Yep. Are, are either movie quotes or, and and one in particular is out of Coming to America, where they walk up and knock on the door of the, of the guy that owns the building. Yep. He's got this horrible snarl on his face. And he's like, yeah, and what the fuck do you want? Now, I will get that answer when I ring my mate Big M four times a week. And that will be his answer. <laughs> he'll go, what the fuck do you want? Yeah. And I'll go, yo, motherfucker. Yeah. And then he'll say, I watch your language because the kids are in the car. <laughs> right? And his girls are, I think they're 16 and 14. And uh, actually, fucking 16, oh, maybe 15, 17. Anyway. And I'll go, what are you talking about? I don't fucking swear in front of your fucking kids. <laughs> and the girls are, hee, 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 hee. That's the, the famous line my mother always tells me about my grandfather. Uh, so on my dad's side was they'd be at the pub and someone would swear and he'd say, don't you fucking swear in front of my daughter, you cunt. Nice. <laughs> it's just nice. that like yeah. shit like that. Yeah. And it's context. Absolutely. You know, I, um, I remember my ex-wife used to tell me, Oh, my father doesn't swear. Oh, doesn't he? No. no. Not around her. Not in the vicinity of any one of the girls. That, like, he's yeah. had five daughters and a wife. Yeah. I used to get the job of going and picking him up from the bowling club <laughs> and I would hear him in full flight 
and I'd come back and go, "You're old man, let's loose. Let me tell you, he goes blue. No, not my dad. That was that's a a generational thing. There is is old blokes won't swear in front of women. Yeah, which I don't think is equal rights. No, you should be able to swear in front of women if they're being assholes. Women, women have all heard fucking and used swear words. Oh yeah, but you see it. I see it in pubs. Oh, you don't swear out loud. There's a woman present. Yeah. Yeah, she knows what cunt means. Yeah. She has one. Yeah. So yeah. relax. And and I think we're getting the usage of it. Like we, we use a lot of blue, right? And like we tick the box explicit in our podcast when we put it out there, right? Oh, yeah. But I don't think we sit down for two hours and say fuck shit, bum, cunt, slut, bitch, slut. Like I don't have any filter to it Yeah. besides professionally yeah. only because other people tell me I have to. Yeah. I, but I, I don't overdo it, but I don't have a reason not to swear. If it's if it suits. Yeah, but in the context of what we're talking about. Yeah. it's And, and it is a piss take. So this is what, what I'm trying to get across is that sometimes people get a lot of groundswell and, and they get involved in all this shit that people are talking about. And the fact of the matter is that they're just words. Absolutely. It's, it's You're not like I, – I think – and here's another big thing we talk about social media – I think trolling people on social media behind the guise of uh, a, partic- a particular name that no one knows and then trolling them and going after them and really trying to insult I find that more repulsive that some weak prick is going to... Yeah, show your face. Fuck, like you just fag. Like, <laughs> and you know what? I tweet all day, or not all day, but most nights about um, particularly married at first sight. Right? Yes. And I say what I think and what I see and what I view. Yep. With no inclination to hurt anyone involved, to be nasty. I hope that the other people that I tweet with and I read their tweets, I hope they get a laugh out of it. For sure. I hope they go, yeah. Now that is entertainment. It's not meant to be nasty. It's not narcissistic. I don't need someone to tell me, oh, that was clever. Yep. I'm not after. I, I like contributing to a group. Where, and I read some fucking funny tweets, man. Yeah. Um, but I think the people that go after and troll people are far more dangerous than the, you and I having a conversation using the word fag. I think their intention is – it's like harassment and it's, it's – um, they've, got, they've got bad intentions. They want people to be upset. They want people to be angry. They want people to feel bad. Yeah. And they do it, you know, whilst hidden. Yeah. It's a shit cunt move. Yeah, it is. And it is. and it's low. That's it. And it's like they go, Oh, it's just words on the internet. Yeah, but you you know that you're getting a reaction out of them. You know that they're they're taking it as more than that. That is offensive and yeah. it is sort of shit. Especially when now I think uh teenagers and all that with like bullying in school and shit. They don't have an escape from it as much yeah. as say we did where you went home. Like, I mean we had I had Facebook in that in high school, but if someone was being mean, it'd be like, all right, cool. But a lot of people now, you know, they cop it in school, they cop it when they get home. And when they get home, they're going to cop it a lot worse. Yeah. Because these people now don't have to even, you know, be face-to-face with them. They don't have to front them. They don't even have to be in the same country. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up. They can just go after you. Yeah. Like, for me personally, I don't get it because I don't... It's like, yeah, it's just words on a page. Yeah. But for the people that do cop it, like, it's fucking... It must be a hard go. I tell you, I, I don't take offence to much, right? And I, whatever I put out there, if I put out something that actually offends someone, 
and they were to tweet back and go, hey, you offended me, I would generally would withdraw it or delete it. Like I would go, okay, I, maybe I went a bit too, too strong. If it's reasonable. Yeah, providing it was seen, if, if that person involved. i tell you what I did. I used to follow a uh, well-known feminist and I'm not going to mention her name because she doesn't fucking deserve me publicising her name. Everyone knows who she is. And she made a really brash comment and it wasn't as much a feminist as it was... It was someone with extreme social political views. Yeah, yeah. But she was really just getting into men, and it wasn't oh, okay. I know, think they call that man hating now. I think there's an, that term is there. That's what she was doing, right? Yeah. And, and she states that she's a feminist, and you know what? I believe in equality, so I I don't go with the all men are right. I go it's an open equal situation. Yeah. But I called her out and went, "Hang on, it wasn't." The shit that I got from her, she she was okay with what I wrote. It was the people that followed her all jumped on to yep. fucking demean me. Yeah. I don't think anyone really understood what I was trying to say. I don't think – and I, I try not to get too much into it because I think it's a lot of people with extreme opinions and – yeah. Horrible agendas. When when you see feminism now, you, you sort of – it's not feminism. It's, it's people with one point of view – demeaning anyone else yeah. with any other form of point of view. And I think it's a problem with social media is it's a lot less of a conversation than it could be. Yeah. Because every statement you make, you have to have a point in it. You have to have a side in it. It's not a conversation going back and forth as easily as actually talking to someone is. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, everyone's got a side and everyone's and if anyone else thinks differently, they just attack them. Yeah. And it's not really feminism. It's not really any form of logic. And there's people on the, on the counter that are equally as stupid. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, I don't get it. Because my, my thing wasn't actually attacking her. No, but you were pointing out a flaw. Yeah. And that can't be in these people's worlds. They don't want to hear that they're wrong. They have to be right 100% of the time, even though some of them have opinions that are like almost fluid. Yeah. And you always have to be on their side. Yeah. I think it's just backing up their own sort of gross views on the world. They surround each other yeah. and go, oh, we're right about this and all people of this type are wrong. And yeah. it's just extremism. It's just an extreme mentality. Oh, it's fucking crazy. You in, can't in, be like that in a world where we're so connected and there's so many obvious differences. You can't just be in a corner. Yeah, You have to sort of be able to have a dynamic view on things and actually have a conversation and question your own perspective on a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't think happens. No, I, I was I was horrified, and and like it, you know, I, I wasn't rocking in the corner going <laughs> fuck. The end of the day is went okay. Yeah, well, it's Twitter. And what I did was I deleted her. Yeah, I deleted it. that tweet. Sorry, and I stopped following her and went. Yeah, yeah it's not that I don't because I do like to hear what she's got to say because I don't always think that she's on the right level. Yeah. Um, but I went. It's not worth the drama. Fuck that. You know. Yeah. Nah. Uh, um. I think you could drive yourself mad with other people's Ugh. sort of perspective and it's just like at the end of the day, it's just not worth the mental energy. No. Like, you know, no. they're not paying rent so why let them be in your head? But what I do like is the social voyeurism, as I call it, is watching people's opinions and how they view the world yep. and how they see it, which is completely different to me and... Um, their guys for what their brief is and, and what their 
and, and realizing that, and I, th- I, I really believe it'll come down to uh, there'll be some sort of psychological issue with it, or it'll get a term. Yeah. But what happens is that people have this lifestyle, have a lifestyle, and they put it out there throughout the world, and they get a following. Yep. And then they feel drawn to give updates over and over and over of their life. And yep. they'll say, hey, Twitter fans or – and and then they'll keep – and then all of a sudden they've got this life that is entrenched in Twitter. Yeah. Now, I love Twitter. I don't live by it. I haven't looked at it today. Um, uh, I'll probably look at it a bit later on um, after the whole Married at First Sight not going to watch it tonight until later. So yeah, there'll be that part. But I don't live for it. These people live for it. And the reason they yeah. do is that they back it up with income. For sure. So here, I've, here, here's an issue I've got. And I still haven't understood it. I've bounced it off a few different people. I'm, I'm not knocking it. I think people should. So there's a particular woman. I'm not going to give her a name and I'm not going to you know, out her as. And she's a, a married mum. Um who uh, sells like she has a, a, a like an X-rated Snapchat and yeah sells nudity yeah 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 and that's that's her thing she actually makes quite a lot of money out of what she does For sure and she's had breast enhancement to the point of they're bigger than a head each one of them is bigger than a head yeah like they're a ridiculous size bazungas yeah they're just you know like two soccer balls strapped to a chest. Where it's weird looking? Yes. Yeah. 100%. She's got a very beautiful face and a, and a, and a, a, a beautiful um, nature as such. Yep. And she says, I've got all flabby bits. I've had a child. This is here. You know, my bum's this and my bum's that. But then she gets on Twitter regularly and gets naked and, um, you know, obviously plays with herself and does stuff. Sure. To grow her base. Now, she has a massive, massive base. Yep. But she feels each day that she has to check in and then she will record an episode and she'll be like, hi, Twitter fans, how you going, blah, blah, blah. Of everything I do and everything that's going on, I just want to let you know that I, you know, I love being a mum and just out of camera shot where she's holding is her son just being funny and crazy and jumping all over. I'm guessing yeah. maybe three to four, somewhere around that age group. And she's sort of fending me off and laughing and she's like, yeah, and he keeps saying to me, take pictures of my feet, take pictures of my feet. And I'm like, radio, ding, 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 red flags are flying, <laughs> got a crossover here. I'm not out to protect the world from anything. Yeah. But I start to go, so you've got that life and you've got a Twitter life and you're somehow trying to cross them up and tell everyone how much you like being a mum and your next two tweets are going to be you naked Saying, it's I a, want you to fuck me, Daddy. Yeah, you can't have that. No, and that's and I'm I'm not buying into it one way or another. Yeah, I what I'm saying is I don't I I, I can't compute it. I can't comprehend yeah, it. Yeah, physically, you're just it's, like I don't get it. Yeah, that's I like, don't want to get it. Yeah, it's, it's so to me. I'm guessing she's in the mid thirties. Sure. Um, I sort of go, ooh. Okay, I'm not the judge. I'm not the ruler. I don't get to choose. I don't tell people what they should or shouldn't do. It's not up to me. But I personally look at that and go, fucking line in the sand. Yeah, keep those two separate, man. But because she would, yeah, she'd get so much out of it, so much measurable 
people enjoying her live. Yeah. She's going to bring as much of it in as possible. That's crazy though, that's isn't it? It's weird, man. Yeah. That's like if... Okay, I'm, so that's cool. I, I, I what it is, it's not me calling judgment on anyone because I don't judge anyone at all. Yeah, but it's still... I'll take the piss. Like, that's a bit of a... That, that, that's when you're like, uh, what the fuck? Well, what I'm finding is there's a bigger, bigger trend. It's big, big, huge in the US. Of, of Twittery nakedness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and mums, one of them... People like the realism, I guess. And you know what? I don't know. Amateur porn's been growing in years. Yeah, for sure. And, and of course, pornography is... Great. A, la- <laughs> a large percentage of what people look at on the internet. Like every time they do a survey, it seems to be the most popular thing that people look for on the internet. I'd say it's like one of the three things I look at on the internet. Yeah. So, but then you've got... It's, almost, it's like home style. Have we got home style pornography? Yeah. Is it like, uh, oh, look, again, I'm not calling anyone out on it. I'm it's just in organic. that. I'm just in that. Fair trade. That lost world of, is this is not crossover. And, and I'll give you an example. If you, know, if, if you were into being a chronic masturbator, no, let's not say masturbator. Let's say you love taking pictures of yourself masturbating, right? Okay. And that's your world. Yep. Would you then work around to your workmates and go, hey, look at this is me. This is me jerking off. No. And see, this is what I think in that no. world. In that world. Because you can't stop that. It's a collision and it's, it's it, yeah. So her next door neighbours or the guy down the street goes walking by and go, geez, she looks familiar. Look her up on Twitter. Dropping the kid off at school and, and every, all the blokes are around the car going, hi, welcome to the neighbourhood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I see your feet? Yeah. <laughs> um, hi. You look really familiar. Are you on social media? Actually, would you say something? <laughs> like, Ah, ist mir warm. That's a, that's a good pickup line. <laughs> it's a good pickup line or it's a great way to get pepper sprayed. Either yeah, way. I'm down with pepper spray. <laughs> you just sort of pop out the bushes and be like, Ah, ist mir warm. Um, so anyway, that, that was one of the things I got, I got into and I, I sort of got carried away from wrapping up but it's just one of the things that I recognise. One of those things has been on your mind ever since seeing it and it's just like... Oh. I can't work it out. I yeah. can't. I, I, what I'm saying to myself personally is I, you don't judge these people. Who do you, like it's not, and I don't. I don't. On the other hand, I'm saying, oh, fuck. Well, there is that thing where, and people need to learn this more. Just because you don't understand it doesn't mean you get to judge it. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you don't you don't understand it. You get to judge the fuck out of it. Yeah, but you can't just because it's not part of your world doesn't mean you know it's bad. So, so I'll give you an example, and I'm not going to put you as a person because I don't think anyone deserves this, right? But let's take a person, okay, Kareem Rodney. Okay, yep, Kareem Rodney, the K Rod. Yeah, and he's a man of steel. Of, yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> How would Kareem Rodney go in? future in the next five or six years yep and one of his work colleagues goes hey do you know this chick she's from the the uh, 80s she's fucking hot and it turns out his mum because you remember what goes on the internet doesn't disappear because we're using korean rodney yeah someone's gonna cop the wrath of his fist yeah as he is a well-known kung fu master yeah with um, lizards on his shoulders. He'll <laughs> sick the lizards. He'll take the lizards with him. Beat him to death with a bread roll. Yeah. Um. 
There's so much we can say about Kareem. <laughs> he needs his own episode. He sort of does, but also doesn't. Yeah, he's a. Uh, he just exists in that realm in between. He's ambiguous. Yeah, yeah. Um. So this is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, that would. I mean, you are setting yourself up for that, and especially with kids. I mean, really, it's not even twenty. Like that kid's gonna get to high school. And someone will know. Yeah, of course. So, someone always knows. Yeah. And then you're going to be getting bullied because someone's got a picture of your mum's tits. What and if, you what? can't come back from that. Even as a dad, at any point in your life, someone's like, that's your mum's tits. And you're like, I'll leave now. Yeah. What, what about this for a conversation piece and you go to high school? You start a brand new high school. Yep. And the kid you become friends with goes, your mum looks familiar. Oh, yeah, no, she does a bit of internet stuff. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. That's it. That's all he yeah. says. Comes back the next day. Hey, my dad used to jerk off to your mum. <laughs> How do you have that conversation? My dad thought about your mum when he made me. Yeah. So take that perspective. Let's go with Instagram. Yep. Because this is the era of Instagram models. And the Instagram boom is between the ages of 20 and 30. Yep. Let's go forward 10 years. They're not going to look like that. No. Are they still going to have all of that material out on Instagram or are they going to go, no, 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 I need to delete, delete, delete? Because it's there forever, man. No one goes back and looks and deletes. That's what I think. I look at Kevin Hart with like 10-year-old tweets that are ruining his day. Yeah. Like it'll be there. It's, you know, it's a picture book of your life. There'll be eventually be like 70-year-olds. Yeah. And... And they'll have it from, you know, I don't know, 10, 20, whenever people get Facebook. Like just tracking their life. I'm going to show you later. I'm going to show you a particular, someone I follow on Instagram. Yep. And uh, to say she's narcissistic is an understatement. She's probably a really nice lady. She's a little bit younger than me, but not much. She's but older than you. She's in the generation in between. Oh, there's not much of an age gap between us. So. No, she's <laughs> just a slither. Just she's in between. Just, a, a, just a, like putting a, a pube, a slice of paper between. Yeah, even even a piece of paper is probably too thick. Yeah. So she she but her whole content is her looking to the camera and but videos because it seemed like photos weren't enough. Yeah, and they and they're like doing different yep. facial. Yep. Po- they're not talking or anything. Nope. They're just like changing the angle of their face. Yep, like they're modelling. Yeah, it's, that's um, what her whole thing is made up about. Just her face. Yeah. Oh, and and particularly, and you know, she's got a great body, right? And and she's she's shown. And you know what? Kudos to her. I, I'm not knocking her for doing it. Yeah. What I'm saying is, she's also got two younger daughters that are in their teens. Mm. Um. What what is she what what's she selling? What why at, in her thirties is she thinking that that's what is is normal? Because it is, and that's there. So that's that's the fallout that's of social. The, that's the new normal, man. Yeah, and that's what I talk about with social media getting that way, getting to that point where we sort of go, where what's it going to look like in five, ten years, fifteen years? It'll be an interesting. Interesting. Even now, like you get Facebook and be like, this happened five years ago. Yeah. And I was like, that was five damn, like even 10. Yeah. Like I think there was a big thing this year about 10 years because I don't know, Facebook hit its stride in 2009 or something. But people who got photos from 10 years and the person they were 10 years just there. I, I got a, I got a, 
and I, I very rarely use it, but I got a thing come up the other day um, between me and, and Big M. It's your friendship anniversary. You've yeah. been friends for... And it was like, oh, okay. And then it'll show a, a montage of photos. Yeah. And, Which yeah. I don't think we, we share any of them. I think, <laughs> I think it was his profile picture and my profile picture and that it's was a good it. thing Facebook reminded you of your, your friend yeah. who you've known your yeah. whole life. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise I, it, it was, would have oh, shoot. It was quite bizarre. But then it'll, it'll hit you up with things. It's like your friendship with this person. It's like, yeah, I haven't, I haven't talked to them in five years. It's not really a friendship, yeah. is it? Yeah, no, I find it quite bizarre. Um, but one of the things I, I will say, and I'll put my hand up for this one, is that I once participated in... A, oh, just whatever's coming next I'm really excited for. because It's not as good as you think. Oh, fuck. It's just particularly because it's, it's, uh, it's Facebook. Oh, okay. I thought you... Oh, so it's a you. mixture of what we've talked about. And it was, and it was using terminology yep. between friends. And a mate of mine who on Facebook I grew up with, went to high school with, yep. um, good guy... He and I had an exchange. I think it may have been about rugby league. And it's a piss take, right? Yeah. This is how we talk to each other. It, it's not – he's not going to be offended. I'm not going to be offended. It's that level of calling each other. It wasn't even fags, but it would be something for defamatory. Yeah, you know, yeah, having a go. But you both know yeah. in your heads, yeah. okay, you're having a laugh. Yeah. But it doesn't translate to the, the third party. And here's my issue. His friend – who's not a friend of mine, yep. intervened and went after me and started now. He, given the how dare you, I'm offended bullshit. No, I wasn't offended. It was, it was calling me out and calling me names. Now, here's the thing about me. I'm an easygoing dude. Nothing phases me. I'll go with the flow. Yep. I get angry from time to time and I love telling people my opinions about things. Although yep. I've reined it in a bit. He was out of line. So the best way I could describe this, if you and your mate were in a pub yep. having a chat sure. and your mate went, you're a fag, and you went, fuck off scum, and someone intervened and said something, you'd just go punch him straight in the fucking mouth. That was the level that this guy intervened in, right? Yeah. But he did it on Facebook. What a hero. Now, and this is where, I, and I regret this, but let me tell you at the time, I held nothing back. I fucking went after this guy. I called him out. I called him names. I told him his family were fuckwits. I said, <laughs> you probably got fuckwit kids. I went after him purely and – and I do I do take it back because I wish I hadn't have. But I needed him to understand, you're fucking out of line, mate. Yeah, you like, don't belong here. And, and I – and it got so bad. My mate who I was having a chat with originally – Message me, mate. Fuck, can you ease up? Like, <laughs> I'm like, no, fuck this cunt. And that's yeah. exactly what I said. Fuck this cunt. He thought that he could intervene, so yeah. I'm gonna fucking make. And I did. I, I made his life. No, like I didn't. After that, I didn't go after him or anything. But the things that I said to him, I hope he felt like a piece of shit, right? Because that was what it was. Yeah. Now I regret doing it now in hindsight, but. This is a problem with social media when you that third person intervenes, like you talked about before. You two having a conversation, a third person having the conversation, and I'm offended. You can't say that. Fuck off. Who the fuck are you? It's none of your fucking business. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So that's that's where we are anyway on social media. I and I I, I just find it the likes of the word fag. I heard they said that they call it the f word. Obviously, we know what the n word is, and no one says it. That's yeah. okay. Nincompoop. I, I don't need it in my vocabulary. It means yep. fuck all to me, right? And I, it's not my ancestry. 
I don't understand how they get offended by it, but they use it. I don't I, understand everyone that. Everyone wants a reason to be upset. Now. Yeah. But it's there's just whatever. Everyone has to be offended, right? But there's all these other, the letter words. I, I can't tell you. I don't even, is there, there might be one for every letter of the alphabet now. A. Arsehole. Ass bandit. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be about being gay. It could be about anything. A. Um, you'd have to be arsehole, right? I could never understand arsehole being offensive. Well. Like as in. Maybe you you've got a yeah, androgynous. I, I remember. I remember there was a, a term, and you may have grown up with it, where people would actually have a conversation, and instead of saying "fuck," would say, and then I just said "f you," and I I used to go, "Oh, you're not really getting your point across." <laughs> you wouldn't say "f you," you'd say "fuck you," "frick you." Oh. <laughs> My daughter actually says that because it's out of Scrubs. Frickin' hell. Uh, yeah, and the, darn gosh, oh. freaking darn gosh, drats, drats, drats. There's not enough drats. <laughs> there needs to be more drats. I think we've got to work. That's that a great. Out. That's like a. That's an old timey villain. Ah, drats, he has foiled <laughs> me again. I would have got away with divorcing <laughs> you kids. <laughs> gosh darn you, dratting frickers. Yeah, no, I like, but I like frick, frick, only because it was out of Scrubs. So. But anyway, that's maybe that's what we need to do is make our own. I don't know. They, I, I don't. What's acceptable gosh vocabulary? Darn, sort of nerfed swear words, like quince. Yeah. Ah, oh, beans and salad. <laughs> ah, sugar. So, so you know, as soon as you say beans, you know what it reminds me of. There's no. something about Mary. Frank's oh. and beans. Frank's and beans. I have no idea. Okay, so the guy goes, Ben Stiller goes to the toilet. Yeah. And he's having a wee and he's looking out the window at these birds and what he doesn't realise is behind the birds is his date fixing her dress and yeah. he's looking at her boobs, but he's not. He's actually looking at the birds and they see him they go, <gasps> and he goes, oh, no, I wasn't looking and he zips up <laughs> and then starts screaming. Oh, he gets the old fourie stuck in the zippy. And they're saying... What's going on there? Is that beans or is that the Frank? I can't work out. Is that the beans above the Frank? And her brother, who's got a learning disability, is walking around going, Frank's and beans, Frank's and beans. <laughs> so that's when you say beans. That's, uh, what I think that's a pain some will never know. Getting the old four in the zip. And you've got to see, you've got to see the shot of it because it's a, I forget the brothers that made it. Is it Farrelly Brothers that made it? Oh, um, they actually have a shot with this um, prosthesis sticking out through the zipper. Yeah. And it and it basically, the fire brigade turn up, the ambulance turns up, and they go, have come and they go, come in here, come in, come and have a look what this fucking doofus has done. Happens, and everyone's he's going, no, 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 no. It happens. Oh fuck! It's uh, it's not pleasant. Oh, I can't imagine it would be. You ever uh, get your finger caught in a door? Yeah, yeah. Have you done it? <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck! I've I've got the old. Uh, Franks or beans? Uh, the foreskin. Oh. Uh, see, there's a hazard no one tells you about. Yeah, I'd say I'm, I'm growing up in the... The old foray in the zip. Foreskin-free for society, the so old, I don't uh, know. The old pinch purse. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The old... Uh, the old... Uh, Fuck, that mm. would hurt. Yeah. No, it doesn't tickle. Because here's the thing, right? You've gone over it. You've got to go back. Oh, <laughs> you got to take it out. Yeah. 
That's it, man. You gotta. I, I wouldn't blame someone for calling the fire brigade. Some, yeah. I mean, it's it's you do it once, like you don't do it again. You learn to you learn to tie it off, tuck it back. I'm thinking you've, <laughs> you've just got this big rod you have to tuck under. It's got it looks like it's, been, sure. it's got like tire marks on it. <laughs> That's a fucking good scar to explain. Nah, it's because my, I got a small dick that sits on top of my balls. <laughs> So it's Here I am giving you a rap gun. You got this huge rod that's just hanging out. No, it's like, the because if it swung down, like it may be catching between your thighs. But this one's it's perched, swing low. <laughs> it's perched. This is going to do wonders for your dating life, by the way. Oh well, you know, one day they're going to learn that. That's yeah. a fucking pain. I never want to know. You don't really. I, I mean, it's sort of like extreme, an extreme version of biting the inside of your mouth. But with do you know how much I fucking hate? When that happens, because then like it swells up and you keep oh. doing it. Oh, you bite oh. the the bite mark. Fucking oh. evolution. If God, there's, there's proof that God doesn't exist, man. Only evolution could have such a fuck up. I don't even know if I've told. I think I have told the story, so I'm not. But I, I had a mate that 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 um split his foreskin. Fucking yeah, yeah. We I think we had a, yeah, a, I think a great had, great old chat over. about that. Yeah, yeah. Was there anything else? Um, on your list there of just to get away from this topic of pain. Hey, but you know what? We haven't talked about bodily functions, so that's a good thing. No, we got close though. What about ghosts? Ghosts was popular. What about ghosts? You liked ghosts. I fucking hate... No, I hate ghosts. I talk about... It was your topic. I, no, yeah, but I don't like them. Okay. I, I don't... I'm it was not, popular. It was I'm a popular on, topic. I'm not on board with ghosts and their, their People like it. How, what am I going to do to get you to watch Keep Out, the movie? Because it's not ghosts. Uh, it's maybe it's a little bit psychological more than anything. You know, I've, I've already said I'll listen to a Beatles album if you eat a pie sandwich. Yeah, I'm down with that. So, is there anything else you don't agree with that I've brought up? Anything you you you, you won't? I don't know. I have to work on that one. Yeah, I'll um I'll find something. It's worth it. It's a good movie. Yeah. It is, but get out. Is that a ghost one, or is that a that? Because I know the plot. Yeah, that's not ghosts. No, no, no. It's more psychological. Yeah, yeah. That's not ghosts though. Control. And actually, the, of course, it's um, your mate. What's his name? Jordan. Is it Jordan Peele? Key or Peele? One of the two. Jordan. Just to say, Jordan. Keegan and Jordan and yeah, I think it's Jordan. Peele. Jordan Peele and Michael Keegan. Yeah. Okay. So because it's Jordan Peele directed. Yeah. He's actually got. A comedy relief black guy in it, who is just he's he was my favourite in it. like it. While it's got this psychological crazy thing going on, he's the comic relief. He's, he's just fucking doing funny. Call outs like damn these old white people up in us. Heaps of white people <laughs> references. He's not even like he's the mate of the main guy. Yeah, and uh, and he's calling in on the phone. Got to get away from these crackers. These crackers. <laughs> like it's just fucking hilarious. So yeah, oh, I have Ghost. to. Have you it. seen any since Ghost? No, no, I've got no update one. for you. Not one. No. Think about going to hang out somewhere to find them, but want to go to a cemetery? We'll do a podcast from a cemetery. Let, let's be honest, right? Because I've got this whole thing about cemeteries, yeah, and people that go on these nighttime, like when they go on haunted Ghost tours tons. and shit. Like I dig that, and actually, and I will back up a statement that you made because it's true. I checked it out. Picton, yeah. You most said haunted. It, your comment was most haunted town in Australia. Yep. 100% true. Yeah. Yeah. I checked it out. So I dig that they go on that, right? Yep. Now, 
when it comes to cemeteries, if I'm a fucking ghost and I've got the ability to go and haunt people. Nah, but see, ghosts are attached, right? I'm not hanging out in a fucking cemetery, man. You know where most ghosts probably are? Hospitals. Yeah, that's where they die. And hospitals, spooky as fuck. Yeah. I don't want to die in a hospital. I don't want to go. Like, if I'm dying, take me to Macca's or something. Yeah. I had this discussion with my mum recently. Uh, and she had to go back and get tests. She went to the hospital. Ambulance yep. come and picked her up to the hospital. She has to get tests. She's got heart conditions and amongst other things. And um, they kick her out and they stabilise her and they go, right, you're fine to go home. They kick you out. Here's a referral. You need to go and see the cardiologist next week. Yeah. Her argument is, well, I was in hospital. Why don't you do the test there? And, and then it became her, I fucking know everything. I'm, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to shout at public people. And um, and let them know that that's that's the way it should be. Like fuck off! You're part of the public service. It's a free service. This is why we have got Medicare. Yeah, that's it. Sometimes you got to wait. Like sometimes. And what they do, you're not scheduled for a surgery. You're not scheduled. You've been called in an emergency. Yeah, that's it. They stabilise you. They make sure you're okay. They give you a referral and send you back. That's what. Okay, listen. People are either having procedures or fucking dying. Yeah. Do you know how many dead people are going through that place? Like you walk out, there's another ten ghost per- city. No, couldn't get through to her. So fuck her. No. Whatever she decides, that's her fucking issue. Fair enough. But yeah, that's so yeah, I would say hospitals, but not cemeteries. Well, there's a few. No. But least- would you would you would you hang out of the cemetery? Absolutely fucking not. Would you? No. No, no. Well, okay. He, he, no. Here's the only chance I've I would. seen Scooby Doo. Here's the only chance. No, I mean if you were dead. Oh. Yeah, maybe. The only chance I would is if you got to hang out with cool people that died in the cemetery. Yeah, fuck you. Then I'd be down with that. But outside of that, fuck no. I don't know. I could, you know, you'd get the occasional spooking stoned kids. Because that's most uh, of who's in a cemetery at night. Yeah, they can go and smoke drugs in there. No one's going to bother them. That's it. Steal flowers and yeah, desecrate graves. I don't understand that. Mm. I'm, I'm, I used to be a big thing about being buried. And thinking that it was a, a certain thing. No, nah, I don't want to be buried. Now I just go with, fuck, I'm Why dead. would I want to be down in the ground? Put me in a tree when I die. Oh, that's pretty. What, in a box? Or in... However you want. I'm not too fast. I won't be... I won't really have it. Just put my body in a tree. I don't think that's legal. If you, I, don't if know, you, if, I don't know if there's a specific law written about it. I reckon there would be. Just like you can, you can do it in a cemetery. Just put me in like the top of an oak tree. But are you talking about after you've been cremated? You're talking about full form. Yeah. In a suit. I don't know. No, no, no. I don't want to be in a suit. That's Dress me up like Robin Hood. Nice. Yeah. So the, and pose you. Pose me in a, in a tree. Yeah. You know it's going to happen though. What? Yeah, the smell. I'll, you know, deodorant. Yeah, I'm not sure. Embalm me. I'm not sure that works. Okay, fucking put I, me in like a I, glass I, I, coffin. Hey, don't get me wrong. Glass coffin. I like your fantasies. I'm not knocking it. Just even my skeleton. Just I do like why are we burying Hood, so. the dead, man? Like they, they could be useful for decoration. Or, you know, just general observation. Like cemeteries are boring. Well, Pick some of them fuckers up. He, here's a really good point that you raise here. Instead of having these side on the road fucking shrines. Yep. And and big pictures and fucking crosses and I've seen football colours and yeah. jerseys. Instead of that, put the person there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That'll get the yeah. message through. Or it'll create a few more bodies. Yeah. It's a, it's a, oh, this, that's, oh, that's Daniel's shrine. No, 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 that's Daniel. <laughs> oh, fuck. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, we just left him there. I would find that more appropriate than the fucking things that they do. And I understand people lose and, and they have lost. How weird is totally that, right? Dying on the road is the only time the memorial is where you died. If you die in like an office or a, yeah. or a you know, McCafe or, <laughs> or a Bunnings, you don't get like a little cross and some roses in aisle six next to plumbing. No. You don't get like, you don't, only when you die on the road. Well, they give you a little thing. So I reckon best place to die. Yeah. Because then you get like two, you get one in the cemetery, you get one on the road. Best place to die. Would you, um, I, I can see a market here for headshots. So go on. What, what we do is, is we get people Business in. Business time. Yeah, <laughs> photography. Yeah. And we're going to, um, and just in case, now you've got your P plates. Yep. Uh, and you can drive. Um, before anything happens to you, we just like to take a few headshots. Sure. Goofy, you can dress up with anything you want. And that way, if anything happens to you, wherever you die, we'll take that headshot and stick it on the side of the road where you died. So here, here's an idea. Statues. Oh, you're going to go with a full body? Yeah. Full full body. Well, we can tier the pricing. Bust. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the different types of statues are. like Bronze. Bronze. Bronze, nah, people steal that. Just a, like a good, you know, whatever statues are made of, concrete. Steel. Steel. Not copper because that will definitely get recycled by crackheads. Oh, shit, yeah. But, and and then we'll like, so in case you die yeah. on the road, yep. right, we'll just charge like a $5 a month uh, and then when you die, Holding it's on the food. road. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We'll do a bust of you. Or we'll do a full statue of you. It could just be you just being you. It could be you like with a sword and a shield. It could be you with your arms crossed looking noble. Superman It pose. could be you right before you died sort of with your arms up going, don't hit me. Yeah. Like whatever you want. And then yeah. we'll put that on the side of the road where you die if you die on the road. Yeah, I can see the potential of that. We'll call it um, Roads to Memoriam. Something a bit classy, something yeah, a bit... Yeah, okay. Sound a bit businessy. Yeah. Roads to Memoriam. Yeah. If you die on the road, you will live there forever. Can you imagine if that took off? You, you could actually build a fence out of the people that have died on the roads. And then you're getting government contracts. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Because then, then... Yeah, see, I'm thinking, that's, I'm thinking dark now. <laughs> I'm thinking you could have a Deadpool list and mm. you could put it on the internet and go, these people have all... I feel like a lot more people will be targeted in car yeah. crashes. Yeah. Like people will be sort of able to, you know, someone's like, I don't walk by the road because there's a... Yeah, there's a I'm, on the, I'm on the Deadpool list. I'm on list. the Deadpool list. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, I think that's I don't, I don't think we should, uh, you know, mark people up for death, but people, especially, you know, truck drivers, cyclists, yeah, uh, taxi drivers... Prostitutes, yeah, they do. People a lot. who spend a lot of time near the road, yeah, would definitely maybe see an interest in it. Night hikers, night hikers, yeah, that's a thing now. Hitchhikers, night hikers, oh, hitchhikers. What's a night hiker? Like that's when they go out hiking in the middle of the night. No one's around. You don't hike on a road. No, but they go for hikes, like long distance hikes. Oh, so you're saying we could also put them on like walking trails? Oh, 
See, because and that could be like you know on Mount Everest when people die and they leave the body there and they use them as a marker. Yeah. Well, we could do that on hiking trails. We helicopter in a statue of you. How sad is it in the world, realistically? And I know we've come a long way. But you fully expect that if you climb Mount Everest and you die, yep. that you, they leave your body there. Like You just accept it because that's yeah, the way it is. That's where you live now. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. That's, that's, that's cool as. So if you're about to freeze to death on Mount Everest, chuck a sick pose. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Big fucking... Big, Superman. Big, big, no one could see that. <laughs> yeah. Big Superman or arms crossed or like, you know, like put your foot up and look noble. Look into the distance. The thinker. Yeah, that's it. The yeah. scream. Do you know what? Well, between us, it's funny, but for podcasts, <laughs> it doesn't operate, does it? <laughs> it's just, it's just imagine your own awesome death pose. Exactly. You can have that on Mount Everest. Yeah. Or, right, and this is lending on an episode of The Simpsons. But if you're about to die, yep. form your body into the shape of a toboggan oh. and then you might get off because someone could ride your body back down the mountain. Fuck. That's, or a surfboard. You go really stiff like yeah. your plank and then someone surfs you down Mount Everest and your last moments as a, as a body could be like sick. Be heaps sick. It actually had use. Yeah. Yeah. Or like if a bunch of you are going to die and you know those games they make you play to bond, form a bicycle. Because imagine you look up to Mount Everest and then like a little Nepalese guy's riding a bicycle of six people. That'd be fucking awesome. That's it. The last thing six people did was become a human bicycle and so the Sherpa could ride them home. Wow, you thought about this. I've not. This is, this is the oh, immediate. Let me ask you a question. Go for gold. Everest is the biggest peak. In the world. It's the highest peak of the world. Okay, so there's a, a thing there. It's the highest peak but not the tallest mountain. Okay. According to above sea level, that's yes. what I'm telling. Okay, yeah. so it's the highest peak. Highest peak. And people go, we have to climb it. Absolutely. Do you have any interest in climbing it? Absolutely not. Do you have any interest in seeing base camp? Even that's pretty high up, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you need a lot of oxygen. Uh, I think it's 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 for experienced walkers. I think it's accessible. Yeah, if I had that level of fitness. Yeah, or if there was an escalator, or just even to helicopter about. Yeah, I'd do that. Yeah, but I want to walk. So I've got a thing about I would like to cl- climb Mount Kilimanjaro because generally people don't die. Can't you walk up that in a day? Like it's a it's a pretty yeah. You, you've got to you've got to head off, but it's still pretty high. Like you and you've got to have. Um, like you can only climb so far and like you just can't run straight up the fucking thing. What's Australia's biggest mountain? Kosciuszko. I'll do that. Yeah. Okay. Is that a hard one? I think you can actually get a chairlift oh. to most of it. Where's that at? Um, Snowy Mountains, New South Wales. Oh, hectic. So it's like a day trip. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's about, oh, what is it, seven hours, six hours? Six I know what I'm doing tomorrow. Seven hours? I'm going to go climb a mountain tomorrow. Good time to do it, man. There's no snow. Yeah. It's um, a chairlift. I don't know if the chairlift goes all the way to the top. Oh, fuck that then. I think what's, yeah. what's the highest mountain I can get lifted up? Um, that I don't know. But here's the thing. You talk about, oh, I want to go to the highest point. Well, catch a plane. Yeah. Because I've, I've sat higher than Mount Everest. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that was going to Thailand. In so the comfort of a... Uh, I was travelling at 500 kilometres an hour. Yeah. And I sat higher than you ever walked. So yeah. And, and watching know. porn on your phone at the time, no one knew. No, I wasn't. I was watching um, the one where the guy fights a bear. The Reverend? Reverence? Oh, Reverend. Yeah, the Reverend, yeah. He fights a bear, right? Yeah. I fell asleep, but he fought a bear. Um, Do you know... I, and and you know not to get off track, but the whole reverent <laughs> done. the whole reverent thing, yeah, is just it's like a revenge thing, and then it's I'm just going to spend the whole movie getting revenge. Oh, is that what it is? I think so. I thought it was like a, a Dancing with Wolves, but with bears. No, no, it's a bit it's a bit it's fucking darker than that. Okay, yeah, but he does fight a bear. Yeah, I just know that. Oh, it was the talking point. He does fight a bear. I'm sure he does. I think I ever watched it. Probably. Legends of the Fall, he fights a bear. Brad Pitt fights a fucking bear as an old man. Oh. He's a fucking badass too. If you, people will say it's such a girly movie. I'm going to go on the record now. It is fucking brilliant. Never seen. How can you have a girly movie if a dude fights a bear? Because it was... So it's a really weird scene. And I'll tell you how... Is it a sex scene? Uh, there is sex. With yeah. the bear? No. Oh. No, no. It's not bestiality. So, hey, hey, some, sometimes it's just love. So get this. There's three brothers. Yep. The younger brother brings... A bear. A woman. Okay. I'm going to marry this chick. Yep. She's my favourite. The two other brothers are like, yep, no, she's wonderful. Brad Pitt, the middle brother, he's a fucking loose cannon, right? He's like, yeah, no, I'm crazy, man. I hang out with the Indian that who's like a father to me and he teaches me all about Indian culture. Yep. And, and he's... Have you seen Brad Pitt? He's a good-looking fucking rooster. Yep. Like, they want a piece of him. The older brother's like, I'm Mr. Morality. You don't yeah. do this, you don't do that. Long story short, brother, young brother dies. Okay. Brad Pitt, throwing it into his, his brother's girlfriend. Right? Nice. As soon as he's dead, comes back, banging her away. God. Then fucks off. Yep. Just travels. The older brother then, Mr. Morality, marries said girl. Ooh. She's fucked all three brothers. Sheer ho. She fucking loose me. A really, really good show. I, tell, okay. I recommend it. It's, no, don't worry about the fucking all the brothers fucking the one girl. There's actually more to it, but it's a fucking great movie. Yeah, might yeah. give that a watch. All right, and after you watch, get out. Yep, sure. All right, <laughs> wrapping up on Valentine's Day. How was your Valentine's Day? It was pretty well. Um, it was a bit loose, actually. A bit loose. I didn't adhere to someone's requests, and hence it turned into twelve hours of abuse. And and I'm not in a relationship. I, I didn't, wasn't didn't. worthy of being abused. No. But uh, as a result. Um, so for you, it was sort of the opposite of Valentine's Day. Oh, it was Destruction Day. It was, it was. Yeah. You know. And um, it went on for a couple of days after that. Oof. Yeah. And then it just got blocked. So. Yeah, well. But I did. I did send out multiple messages. Yep. And they were all well received. Nice. They didn't. No one saw me as being. A dirty old man. No, I thought you were creeping, sliding into them DMs. It's not sliding into DMs. It was it was very well respected. Yeah. Um, and they're lovely ladies. I'm not selling. I'm not. You're not yeah, you've already got a, a rapport with them. You're not going. Oh, I'm not. Yeah. Come and give us and give us a gift. I'm, I'm not sliding in. Going. Yeah. I see four inches of hard and one weird at the end yeah. inch of not hard like porn star dick. Yeah. Nah. Why is nah. that? Why is porn star dick not always all the way hard? Blue pills. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Because they yeah. get like... Mixture of blue looks pills like a and fi- cocaine. Sort of looks like a fishing rod 
with a fish on the end that's yeah. like stiff and then it goes boom. Yeah. And they still see, they still chuck it in. Ah, oh, dude, they'll good on them. Some of them dudes <laughs> are just long rods are just like like trying to push rope and they do. Yeah. It's, they get a bit of blood in it and they hold it hold the end they, off. They need more blood. Yeah. So yeah, no, Valentine's Day was good. It, you know, it, it, it was there was a nasty connotation to it. It was never meant to be like that. Yep. Um and it, and it and it come back and bit me in the ass, but that's all right. We knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, what else did we cover off? We've covered off Australia Day. Fucking not talking about it anymore. Yeah, as as you predicted. Yeah. Like every year, everyone gets up in arms. Everyone goes, change the date, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Everyone knows their political thing, and then it goes, and no one changes the date, and then it's on to the next whatever the issue is yeah. at Why the moment. Shit. I think at the moment it's still a lot of fuck Gladys Berejiklian. Yeah, which I'm on board. I hate that lady. Yeah, and and she seems to have taken a bit of a, a, a backward step at the moment. She's got an election coming up, yeah. and I'm not seeing her. But let me tell she you, getting elected. I'm staying away from watching political shit on TV. At the I, for for a lot of it, it just sort of pops up every now and then, like you know, just her getting annihilated over uh, festivals and and getting accused of being a driving force in the destruction of Australian music culture. Yeah, well, which. Yeah, Ain't a good, ain't a good way to be seen. And the truth is, that's exactly what she's put herself into. She's yep. created that. She's bought into the argument. She, she, she wasn't even smart enough to stand back and say it may be something that we will look at to trial. Well, you know what they've hit her with now. We, uh, some, I don't know who it was. Someone political or maybe in in, in the police force has actually said we went to Afghanistan. On less evidence, yeah. Than you're wow. using to, yeah. so so when you're getting hit with them, when you're getting hit like that level, you're uh, maybe she should just have a pinger and see what's going on at this point because she needs to loosen. The get fuck a bit up. of perspective. Just get munted in Parliament, start a rave. Yeah, I, I, it scares me because it's the conserv and then they are. She's a conservative party, so. You've got to understand that. They're so fucking conservative that they don't accept yeah. the current culture yeah. of what's going on in Australia. So they're living like something that happened 50 years ago. And Australia is some is a place that prides itself on some of its musical history. I think we have oh, yeah. some, some pretty awesome moments in time and music based on the fact that we like to get out. We like to have fun. We like to enjoy music. Or it's a beautiful country to stand in a field on a on a nice summer or spring day. Yeah, and and, and it's part of our culture. It's and because we have we're blessed with the ability to do that. I, I will guarantee, you, and, and I'll give you an idea. When we come from, when we talk about a sporting nation and how big, you know, sports yep. are. One of our biggest people that put a sports book out last year was Shane Warne. And he's a retired yeah. cricketer. He's now a commentator. He's seen all the time. Jimmy Barnes, the lead singer of Cole Chisel, born in Scotland, grew up in Australia, lived his whole life in Australia, has sold three times the books as what the greatest Absolutely. spin bowler in the history of a cricket has. That is how important music and, is. And he was alive at probably what is arguably one of the most sort of pinnacle points in yeah. Australia of that yeah. pub rock scene sort of 70s, 80s. Yep. Even 90s, yeah, the 90s. It's really yeah, he reinvented coming himself into the 2000s. But he was part of 
this massive era of Australian music where yep. people, which wasn't, it wasn't based on just selling a record and buying a record in a store and being on a radio. The success was based on being in venues yep. where in uh, Sydney we have some fantastically famous venues which are now dying off. That's and, the and, 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 and And Parramatta Road. Yeah. Which is fantastic for it and... um you know, there's a few in the city and that were these pubs where everyone went and these bands, that's where they cut their teeth. That's where they were every Friday, Saturday, Sunday night um, for 30 years of Australian music yeah. history. Their, their mentality would be and, and their diary when they're on the road and so they roll into Sydney yep. and so they've played a gig in Wollongong on the way to Sydney, right? Yep. They get up the next morning and they, and they pack up that night. They get up the next morning and they head to Sydney and they would rock into a radio station. They could be half cut. They were probably always fully cut. And they would then be saying, hey, we're playing tonight at yep. such and such a venue. There wasn't this pre-sold um, entertainment centres. It was pubs and people would listen on the radio. This is when we had a connection with radio. Yep. Oh, fuck, Cold Chisel's going to be on, them. say, the Bexley Inn, right, or... Wherever these places were. The Lewisham, Petersham. Yeah, yeah. The Sundowner, fucking... Um, yeah. Now. Sefton. Sefton? I don't know. Just trying to think of suburbs. I think they go there for after drinks. <laughs> the Playhouse. Yeah. But yeah. but that was they weren't there trying to sell CDs. No. No such thing. Or records. Oh, if you want to buy the record, well, buy that, the record. Was it, was it a merchant? Was there a good market for the merch, that era? Or... I don't remember merchandise really coming into sort of the late 80s. And I'll tell you, one of the most famous um, pieces of merchandise that would have sold fucking literally millions over and over and over was, what are you going to go with? Elvis's suit. No. No, Are we talking about Australian? We're talking about Australia and we're talking about people buying to wear themselves. Oh, see now I'm now I'm like really thinking. I feel like it was a hat. No. No? No. It was a shirt. It was a shirt. Yep. Australian band. Yep. Huge Australian band. Cold chisel? Nope. Oh. It's iconic. Iconic. Yeah. It's a shirt. Yep. Oh, I'm trying to think of Australian band shirts. Do you want a hint? Uh yes. Give me a hint. The lead singer went on to be a minister for the Labour Party. Midnight Oil. Yep. And the shirt was... Uh, mm, no, I can't actually envision it. A uh, black shirt yep. with a golden hand on it. I'll show you a picture of it. Maybe when I see it, but yeah, that does not ring a bell. That was... Ah! They would have sold millions yeah. and millions and millions of it. You still see them today? Yeah. Yeah. The other Ooh. one was... Um, they had an album came out when they called Ten to One. Yep. Uh, it was nicknamed Ten to One. It was literally was ten nine eight seven six you know, like yeah. down to one, but it was just nicknamed Ten to One. And the album cover, because this was the one that got up Americans' um, noses, and the image of the album cover, which was I don't know, just out there. It's hard to explain what it was. Was bigger than Texas because they had songs that 
the American radio stations banned because oh. it was anti-American. Okay. As soon as that happens, what happens to Australians go, fuck yeah. Even in America, though, when they say you can't play that, it's exactly. only good publicity. Exactly. Now, Getting a banned song, fuck yeah. That is my experience. There may have been others before. Sure. You go back to the 70s. Um, I don't know that Daddy Cool will sell on T-shirts. I, I know before that, and, and not necessarily Australian bands, but the first sort of great, maybe the largest, was the Beatles with they put their faces on bobbleheads and on stuff, oh, all yeah, that, yeah, that Beatlemania yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, so that maybe merchandising changed. Band shirts are everything now. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've been to a gig where you can't get a hat, a shirt, a jacket, a CD, a sticker. Um, what are they selling? What are they selling? Oh, actually, I'll tell you a great one I saw with Matchbox 20. What do they reckon? What do they sell shirts for now? It wouldn't be nothing under 50. Oh. Uh, mm. So you, because usually they don't have my size. Yeah. So I'm not, I bought a hat for 30 bucks once. Um, Depends on a band because some bands actually have um, that that sort of strong connection to growing up, and it's expensive, and and do try to keep it as cheap for the people as possible. Mm. I'd say between thirty to sixty, depending on the quality, depending on sometimes it's a hat, sometimes it's a shirt, it could be a pair of socks. Yeah, um, thirty to sixty. The, the latest ones I've seen were big. Like I remember Pearl Jam in the late 90s. Yeah, see the bands I'm thinking of are big but not as big as that. A lot yeah. of them are metal bands and they don't have yeah. that following. Yeah. Well, Pearl Jam in the 90s, after the whole Ticketmaster fiasco about concert ticket prices and stuff like that, yeah. they drove their their prices down on mm. shirts and stuff. And they weren't, don't get me wrong, they weren't the best quality anymore. You weren't getting the top grade yeah. but it made it more feasible. Yeah, that's it. Matchbox Solid. 20 did a thing where they sold you like an arm bracelet type thing that was a USB and with that you got a special code Yep. and after the concert you went home, logged in the computer and you downloaded the concert. That's you, awesome. You paid for it and it went on That's to you. That's awesome. Yeah. And that was their thing because this is when bootlegs came in. Yep. And the latest one I've seen which is bigger than, bigger than Hitler's gas bill is ACDC concert. Yep. The Horns. Glow in the dark horns. Okay. So it's literally like a headband with two horns on it. Oh, yep, yep, yep. And they light up red. That's and, awesome. And if you look through the concert, they used to sell out every night. Yeah, every for sure. Fucking night. When you look at an ACDC concert ticket price and then you yeah. pay for that, that's crazy. See, I think for a lot of modern music because – it's so accessible. You not not people are, but not many people are going in and buying a twenty five dollars CD. They're buying what's an album on iTunes nine dollars or something. I don't know. I subscribe. So I get them everything. I get everything. Okay, so what's a subscription for iTunes? Ten bucks, twenty bucks. Yeah, twelve dollars. Spotify is ten twenty. A lot of things end up on YouTube anyway. End up for down. There's more money now in touring. Yeah, yeah. Um, and merchandise. So there's a lot more of that. So it's a lot cheaper, I think, now. Yeah. When you see things like Guns N' Roses came out and they're selling $400 tickets. Yeah. I can't think of, and like, I mean, luckily for me, some of my favorite bands are actually not 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 as big as, as, as you know, like ACDC and Guns N' Roses and that. So I'm paying 30, 40 bucks for a ticket. But I couldn't think of a band 
unless they resurrected someone. Yeah. That I'd pay four hundred dollars for a ticket unless yeah. they brought back Dimebag or they brought back John Bonham. Yeah. Like. Um, yeah, it's make a yeah, yeah, that's it. It's ridiculous and it's greedy. When when the Eagles, because the Eagles had a Hell Freezes Over tour. Yep. And basically, because the statement had always been, we'll never get back together when Hell Freezes Over. Ah, okay. And of course they did. Yep. And then they came out and did another tour after that and they called it History of the Eagles, whatever it was, number one. And I was in, we're going to do it again. But they still sacked their lead guitarist because they just didn't like him. Yeah. Then they announced. And, and I think the concert tour may be still going ahead. But they announced they were going to do a tour. And I thought, fuck, this would be awesome. My dad's a big Eagles fan. Yeah. Maybe this is something I take him to. I actually grew up listening to his music, you know, as we all do listen to our parents' music without any, you know, thought. And I thought I'd take him to it. And then they released tickets and they were up to $1,000. Yeah, sounds great, man. And I was like, it's great. fuck you guys. Because you know what? You're going to put a CD out. Yep. And... Or a DVD, which they did with their last one. They, the, the Melbourne tour, and this is the one thing I'll say about the Eagles, the Melbourne tour that they did uh, probably, fuck, it might be even six years ago, is perfect. The sound quality, what they put out live is what you get on a like, – and they are they're, – they're grafters, right? They don't put out shit. That's their, that's their whole thing. Yeah. And it's, it's fantastic. But you know what? I downloaded it illegally or I got yeah, it fucking like, – Fuck off. $1,000. Like, that is greed. Yeah. And it really is, you know, it's it's disrespectful because you've got to think the people that made you, you were buying your CD and, you know, they could have been kids who saved up pocket money yeah. to buy your CD and now you expect them $1,000. Yeah. Who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah. It's rude. It's like, it's it's just, it's, yeah. I think it's a shit thing that bands do that. Yeah. Um, I get the bigger the band, the maybe like you know it's boys. So obviously, if you're selling out Kudos Bank Arena, you have a bigger show, more technical stuff. You're actually got to rent the arena. There's there's a lot more fees and a lot more hiring, and of course, then the price goes up. And also, yeah, there's an extent of fact. So you might be paying a hundred dollars, hundred and twenty, even a hundred and fifty. Yeah, it's it's rich. But it's like, but when you get up to two hundred, three hundred, four hundred, it's like. Yeah. What are you going to do? Fucking shoot golden confetti and I get a bit of cash back? Because we all know that the price doesn't need to be that high. Yeah. And I'll just give you an example. The Eagles are actually performing in March because there's another factor yeah. that I'm going to mention to you. Um, and it's telling me now, if I want to find them, that uh, tickets are selling fast. <coughs> Bless you. I still, I still don't know what that means. Um, they used to think <clears throat> they used to think your heart stopped when you sneezed. So blessing you was don't, uh, don't die. There you go. Okay, so on the side, basically behind the band where you can't see shit, two hundred dollars. Upper tier, two hundred and sixty nine dollars. They're saying they got less than two percent. They're actually touring much. Here's the kicker. The Eagles was created by Glenn Fry. Yep. And um, well, the other dude's name escapes me. Fuck, that sounds bad, but I don't know that. That's all right. Yeah. You'll know who it is <coughs> as soon as I say his name. Um, anyway, anyway, yeah, so the, back in, the two founding members, when yeah. they founded it. Yeah, Glenn Fry's dead. Okay, so he won't be there. No. 
He and the other bloke, will he be there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's he's the dude that sings Hotel California. Ah, uh, um, yeah. Um, um, oh, fuck, I couldn't tell you. He. Um, um, the only name I can think of is Jim Morrison. That's the Doors. the Doors. And he's dead. <laughs> it's definitely not going to be Jim Morrison. Don Henley. Don Henley, okay. Yeah, so Don Henley's the... Um, and they're the driving force. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, after they've announced the tour, Glenn Fry's died. I think it's his son maybe replacing him. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, I think it is. Anyway, I, I don't want to go on the record because I'm not 100%. But the fact is, you can't charge people a thousand bucks. No, you can't. Regardless of who's playing. As I said, unless they're bringing someone back from the dead, it's, yeah. it's greed. It is greed. Ugh, All right, that's a good point to wrap up on. Uh, we've got one left. Oh, we've got one left? Okay. This comes down to you, actually. Ooh. And I'm not sure you're a big fan or not of reality TV. Now, prior to this, us starting podcast, your experience in reality TV was very minimal. Yes. You've signed on to do the Married at First Sight. Yeah, which I'm, I'm behind on at the moment. Yeah. I haven't had the chance to really, yeah, probably a week behind. What are your thoughts? Um, it's still bullshit. Yeah, there's still huge elements of scripting. Obviously, what they say they're putting it on for, like Married at First Sight, or or. My Kitchen Rules, they say, okay, Married at First Sight, it's to make people find love. They say My Kitchen Rules is to for people to show off their skill and ability in the kitchen. Yep. It's all bullshit. Yeah. It is to put people with conflicting personalities in a room and get them to fight and bait them and feed them and script them so that there's a lot of tension and drama. Yeah. It's fun to watch because who doesn't, not like watching a crazy person. Yeah. I don't know if I'm completely sold on it. I don't know if, like, after I finish watching Married at First Sight, I'll be hooked into another season. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, I don't know. It's just sort of. Are you bored? You saw it. There's a lot, there's a lot of rhetoric to it. Yeah. And, and, and watching the episodes online, great because you can condense an hour episode into 20 minutes by skipping all the shit. But it does get boring. It's like the same crazy people just forced to be there for for drama and obviously a lot of them, I don't know how long a season is. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I, I feel it started in the last couple of weeks of January, yep. around Australia Day and we're yeah. now sort of, we're a month in. So however long the season is, obviously a lot of them want to jump ship before that especially Married at First Sight, where they go, well, this person's horrible. I don't like them. I don't want to be here. And then you can tell they're stuck there just to perform this shit to fill the season out. And and that's, to me, that's what it is. And that's that's where we're at. And, and it's... Yeah, it's just a bit of bullshit. So, so my, my wrap-up on it is, and, and just getting back to, I, I was keen to get you involved, yeah. being that you'd not... Seen it? Yeah. And that your generation is eating it up as much as mine is. Everyone I've encountered and a lot of people 
because I'm, I'm no shame. I go, I'm married at first sight. I've been watching this. Yeah. Everyone goes, everyone goes, yeah, so have I. It's shit. I don't know why I watch it. Yeah. No one, no one is under the impression that it's good programming, that it's not shit in any way. But we all just watch it. It's a car crash TV. Car crash TV. That's exactly, exactly I what get, it is. I get what you mean when you say that now. Yeah. It's, it's terrible and you can't look away. I'm, I'm truly, I can't express my disappointment in saying to you, and I tweet, I watch it, I tweet, right? Yeah. And I'm watching it going, these people are fuckwits. So there's a, there's a couple of things that come into consideration. They say that over 10,000 people applied to go on this, right? Probably. They say over 10. I actually believe that there's maybe four people out of the 20, because there's 20 people on there, there's... Ten couples, I believe four are probably genuine people that applied. Yep. I think all the other are hired talent. Yeah, more and more. Even today I saw one where it's um, Indian... Miss Dino. Dino and... Alyssa? No, it was another bloke. The stripper bloke? Oh, uh, Bronson. They had both ten years ago been a stripper at a party. A stripper at a party, yeah. Yeah. Now, what it says to me is... I've seen a picture of Dino and, and they, these are the things that come out with social media because you've got the pa- papers, you've got the – well, I say papers but they're really just online press. Yeah. Like the Daily Mail. They've got teams of people that are just out searching for this shit. Absolutely. So I saw a picture of Jessica with a K mm. and Dino doing uh, a photo of them in a photo shoot for a co- an Commercial for sun, for uh, glasses, reading glasses. Yeah, uh, spec savers or something, something like that. Shit. So th- these are people that have emptied out of the same talent agency. They're all chasing fame. Yeah, all okay. Besides the rare few, like cricketer guy and redhead lady, I believe they're genuine. They seem genuine. I'd be fucked if they're not though. And there's not really for most people, shits come out about them, or you just look at their Instagram or their Twitter or yeah whatever else and you see that they're full of shit. It's just people chasing fame and attention. Yeah. And some of them, I don't know, want to be actors or models, but more so it's people trying to get social media attention. It's like an extension of their Instagram or their, yeah, mainly mainly Instagram because as I say, I think Instagram is the most narcissistic. Yeah. In sense of self-indulgence Because it's pictures of yourself I I think really that's what it is Is people trying to Get more Instagram notable Because They're self-absorbed They're narcissistic Yeah And they want to make money off that Yeah And they're fucking talentless Yeah That's their other problem Is they don't have the skill of acting Singing, dancing They're just like I look good And take photos of me And money now please And you know what they, this is where they think that Instagram likes is a current form of currency. Yeah, yeah. It's they they live under under the impression that it's easier to make money off it than than actually can. working. Yeah. yeah, I was I read an article and I was going to keep it and talk about it because it was actually the um, the numbers that came back from who's got the most Instagram likes. Yeah. And I read the article and by the time I got halfway through, I went, I fucking don't you care. You just don't give a shit. I don't care. So yeah. to bring it up, I don't even give a fuck. But I really think that these people have, have gone too far. This is their – so now I'm looking at it going, 
well, I believe it's scripted. I think that Dino and Melissa are fake. Uh, Ning is probably the worst fucking actor I've ever seen. Mm, she's stale face, bitch. She just never smiles. She just looks miserable. Um, and she like even when she pretends to try, and she's not she's not good. You don't buy it, no. Nah. And then you've got um, Mike. Here's Mike and Heidi. Someone posted a picture on the other day, on like the other night on Twitter, and they were going to have a, this discussion at the beach. Now, according to tonight's episode, they have a bit of a blow up. Right? Who cares? Don't they all? But at the beach, she was asking him lots of questions, and in the camera shot, someone took a screenshot of their TV. Yeah. And in Mike's glasses, sunglasses, you can see that Heidi's sitting opposite him with a script in her hand. <laughs> but then when they go to the long shot... They've taken the script off. There's no script. So you can see the reflection in the glasses of the script. Yeah. So... Yeah. And it's and, quite obvious. So... And remember, this This is now a multi-million dollar earner for Channel 9. So really what they're trying to sell is the illusion. Yeah. Is that it's a soap opera. Yeah. Because and you see it a lot more with 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 you know people don't people like the the idea of realness they like the idea that you know it's all close to home it's all true it's all fact it's the same with musicians people like musicians yep. who are really close to the the fans and really honest Taylor Swift has has really made a living off her honesty and her genuineness. Um, I do love Taylor Swift. She's she's fucking she's she's got a good attitude. She's just uh, and you beautiful. see it in TV shows and like people now with social media obviously can see through the bullshit and so they want the bullshit to not be there so they can buy the illusion and so they've they've really just said it's like movies that well, they used to say based on a true story. Yeah, and they weren't. They never were. The Blair Witch Project. Fantastic example. It was a movie. Great marketing. It was a movie, fantastic marketing, but the fact that it said, based on a true story, yeah. changed people's perception of it and made the movie what it is, made it, made it that cultural icon. Do you know, I've, never, I've never watched it. Neither have I. But I know so much about the marketing Same. and how well it was done. Oh, the marketing was brilliant. Yeah, that, and, and that's what they're doing. They're just selling fakeness, packaging it as real. Yeah. What it really is is... Sorry, indigestion. Yeah. Um, Control TV. What it is, is it's a McDonald's hamburger. Yeah. And they're saying 100% Australian beef. Yeah. And all 100% Australian beef is the name of the company that sells them the not 100% Australian. Yeah, okay. It's all just lies yeah. and it's creating the illusion of reality like McDonald's creates the illusion it's selling actual... Genuine organic products. Do you think that they, the show should have a disclaimer at the front of it? I don't think... Because I'm feeling... F- fiction is dishonest, isn't it? Well... Uh, what are you really selling in entertainment? Well, Channel 9 aren't accountable. No. They're, they're accountable to themselves. They, go, they have looked at it and go, this is our station, we'll put on what we want. Does it matter if it's real or not? Well, when you're under the guise of reality TV... When you, when you, when you read a novel, when you read Harry Potter... Yep. Do you go, oh, but it's okay because none of this is real? Or do you want to buy into the... People want to be fooled. People want to buy into the illusion of reality. Yeah, but J.K. Rowling's not going, this is based on a true story. No, but she's not not either. <laughs> but, but, but they're saying... What does it, does it really matter? So, so my argument is, and this is what you talk about really matter, if I was one of those 10,000 people and I don't get a shot at it, it's going for six years, 
and I'm queuing up, queuing up, queuing up. Yep. And I'm thinking, this is what I really need in my life. I don't, I don't have a, a guise to get famous. I want to actually meet someone under the guise that this show puts professional people matching other people and I just don't but get the callback. But they're not selling a dating service. No, but what they're trying to sell you is an experiment. Yeah. Well, when you do an experiment, you have to, you have to, and and this is where it gets across from. Yeah. Right away from the, when you talk about a psychological experiment, you have to provide true facts and true data. You can't manipulate. But this isn't science. No, but they're calling it an experiment. Yeah, and it's like like the experts who went by their titles until they changed them. Yeah. They're, it's entertainment, and yeah. they're selling entertainment. So should and should you be annoyed that you're not getting what it's set out to do? Uh, you can be, or you can buy into the illusion and the options there. And look, people aren't stupid. At every turn, every week, I see something where they get exposed for the fact that it's not true, and there's enough evidence that it's not. People don't believe in it. And, you know, it could have been a slow progression. Maybe in the first season it was and in the second season it was and they start to interfere slowly until, you know, the the Kardashians was a great example. It, what, yeah, okay, but it's the most, you roll your eyes and I, I don't watch I can't it. stand them, yeah. But it's the most famous reality TV show. Mm. But do you think in the beginning it was as scripted as it became? No, no, there's an evolution And I, I think it's an evolution and I think once you reach that pinnacle of everyone knows it's bullshit, yeah. that's just one song. Yeah. And I actually feel uh, – what's the best way to describe it? I actually feel sorry for the people that, that back the Kardashians yeah. to think that they're interesting people or they're, they're – like their whole thing is set around money. Yeah, I, I never got it. Right. And, and then that's their thing. But I, I can tell you I know women that have bought their handbags. I know women that have bought – their clothing and shit, and I'm just like, fuck. Yeah, Kylie Jenner is almost a billionaire from selling cheap makeup kits. Yeah. It's how it is. Yeah. I, I just find, so that, that's the reality thing. I think I've let you down with that. The, the MKR does I the same. You can't say you've let me down because you've said this is what it is, and the fact is you didn't design the programming. No. You had a certain expectation. Obviously, a lot of people are upset about it, but I think at the same time, people enjoy being upset about it. They enjoy, oh, I've got this, I captured that. They, they enjoy... The attempt to expose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, we all know reality TV has never really been based in reality. No. And, and But what I will say is MKR's done the same. Yeah. They've, they've put... Selling drama. They've, they've put two guys in to stir the pot. And the second group of people, they've got another two. They've taken one... Actually, it's a really good issue. They've taken two people that don't know each other. Yeah. And one's little blonde, Miss Priss... Stafford wife type mentality and the other one's this angry, tall, Serbian background woman. Yeah. And she's got a lot to say. And they're quite funny. But they've been put there for a reason to for create sure. to sell anyway, the drama. One of the girls, one of the older ladies last night, and they're saying, Oh and it's the whole honesty. This is this thing they keep using, honesty. The two so called Christians used honesty and they weren't. They'll just stir in the pot. Anyway, this other woman. She goes, Oh yeah, I actually thought you were trans when you came in. <laughs> and the whole Table goes, no one talks. She goes, what? Um, I just <laughs> went and thought, ends up in the old lady in tears crying, walking away, going, I didn't mean to offend her. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean. <laughs> and this woman goes, I've got three sisters and we're all tall women and we get, and I'm like, I'm Drama. guessing you've been called a tranny before. And it's a, a 
a topical yeah. issue. So people watch it and they go, we want the drama, we want the drama. Yeah. I think it's a load of shit. Now, Absolutely. the one of the reality shows, and this is the only backing I'm going to back reality, and I do watch them, I can't fucking help myself, but the one that I will back is uh, Celebrity, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Yep. It's now finished. Okay. Uh, Richard Reed, the American gossip reporter that lives in Australia now. Everyone liked. He won it. Good for him. Evie, who was the second, she was from Gogglebox, her and the other ah, girl. Okay, yep. She was the taller of the two, a bit yep. plumpier of the two. She Plumpy. came. Yeah. I like that word. But what, what she actually said, and this is when you talk about reality TV, and we'll, we'll wind it up on this because I yep. found it really – she had to be in a competition and it was about how much weight you lost and they had to sort of guess. Now, these are uh, – we call them celebrities, we call them celebrities. A lot of people would say they're B or D grades. Yeah, they're, they're not Brad Pitt's and Angelina's. No, they're television. They're, they're noted personalities. Yeah, and they're television. In that right? realm, And a lot of them come from that realm of free-to-air TV, 10, yeah. 9 and 7. That's sort of, and SBS and ABC. That's sort of the circle they're picking from. Yeah. Because that's the connections they have. Yeah. And they're not scripted. The scripted... Yeah is by the people that run the show go, we're going to have a competition, you guys have to do this. Yeah, it's manipulating the environment as opposed to words. Absolutely. And it's not scripted, right? So we're not seeing so-called actors or talent scripting. Yep. Anyway, had to get a competition and they had to estimate how much weight they lost and stuff like that. And she, they said, how many scoops of beans are you going to put in, blah, blah, blah. And she went, I just actually want to say something. And she stood on her soapbox and she broke down in tears and it was a bit sad. But she was saying, I'm not going to participate in this because I've had a weight problem my whole life. Yeah. I've lost weight since I've been on here. I know that. But I don't need to bring that to me. I've grown up in a family where being heavy or overweight is a bad thing and I don't want to be. And she went on this and it wasn't a rant as much as... She made a statement. This is a, a realistic reality TV statement that someone has talked about, you know, a real thing. Like... Dermot Brereton talking about the Bali bombing yep. that we spoke about, right? She's come out and she's, she, she has showed her ass and gone, this is me, this is what I do. Now, besides all that, she's also known for farting in camp, <laughs> whether she just farted and farted and farted the whole time. And, of course, you're eating beans and rice, you're going to fart anyway. Oh, yeah. But she actually stood. Now, whether people judged her on that and whether people went, I like you for standing on your dig. Yep. That's reality TV. Well, I, th- I think the, the difference there is with I'm a Celebrity is you have people that aren't really grasping for fame. Yeah. And they have enough backing and, and to, um, to why I don't think you can script them is because they have enough, in, you know, going on is they can say, no, I don't need to go. I can, I can you know, stand on my own two feet and I'm not going to desperately grasp for fame in any way, shape or form that it comes my way. And if you want me to yep. script it and you want it to be bullshit, I don't have to do that and I won't do that. Yeah. So you have those people that don't, they're not desperate for it. No. And I think some of them they've used in the past are actually people that have gone past fame and quite infamous in so many ways and yep. then trying to resurrect their careers. And yeah. Like, Natasha Exelby that was on there, she was the, the known for being the journalist that when they cut back from the story, she was playing with the pen. <laughs> and she looked up and went, oh, and now he's such and such with the sport, right? And yeah. they caught her. She lost the job. Okay. 
She's I got that's endearing. Yeah. Well, I don't can't believe ABC. fallibility is endearing. I can't believe ABC let her go. She's now got her own company. Yeah, go for her. Good for her. go. Yeah, fuck yeah. And this is show actually going to be good for her. Yeah. But you know what? She still had to show who she was. She wasn't pretentious. She was quite funny. She's got a real dry sense of humour. She showed some real side. They told her that's reality TV because you don't know. I don't know her. Yeah. I've seen her fuck up on TV. It's got millions and millions and millions of hits. Yeah. On on YouTube and people. Oh, that's it went around the world. Americans have been showing it. It's on all those yeah. blooper tapes and shit like that. But I don't know who she was. She no. went on there and she said, "This is my story." You know, I, I really yeah. suffered. The press were chasing me, the, you know, the, the pap. That's such a ridiculous response to someone who made a mistake. And as I said, it's endearing. <laughs> You're playing with a pen. Like, what do we expect? They're sitting there propped and ready. Oh, 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 now and talk. Like, yeah, she's playing with a pen because she didn't give a shit what the fuck was going on. The guy, one of the guys that was either a producer or he was in the, on the floor with her at the time went, hey, listen, it's, it's ABC and it's 12 o'clock at night. No one's going to know. And, then and of course, it. some fucking idiot leaked it, right? And it went on. Okay, you know what? She's fucking human. You know what? You could you could lent into it, and then next time you have her come back, she's like playing with a handball. Well, you, but we know what just, they did. Oh, and then ABC just went straight away. We're going to put you on non like non screen jobs, research, production, that sort of thing. Put you in the background. You can fuck off on your own. Basically, terms. yeah. And then they just fucked her off. Fair enough, but I don't think it's fair enough. Um, but see, she's she's now been able to tell her story. Yeah, that's, that's and that's good. That's, that's reality TV. Yeah, that's what you want. So maybe there is some reality TV out there with yeah. a bit of uh, bit of dignity. Yeah. So that's my rant about it. Anyway, I, I just wanted to. I felt disappointed because I dragged you in, going, "This is going to be fucking funny," <laughs> and then it was just sort of, and it's just been a letdown, but. You know, it's literally a car. It's not even a car crash. It's a fucking train. It's a boat sinking. Just. Out of control, heading down a mountain, and there's just a big like it's like a it's like a, a um but that train's filled with assholes and no one cares if it crashes. No, no, it's like a um, a wild E coyote. Like it, the train's heading towards a fucking stack of dynamite. Yeah, at the end of the track, it's just going to explode. So and it's, it's just an entrance painted on the side of a mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the road runners just painted <laughs> the, a big black hole. And 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 these are the things that you know you start out with good intentions. And it's just and a that slow, slow degradation. So anyway, that's our wrap up. I think I think it was a good wrap up. I think, I think we've covered, covered anything. The only other thing I will ask you about, and we're not going to talk about secrets. I'll let you off out of that one. Okay, I don't have any secrets. And we'll talk later about our friend, friend of rap. Yeah, uh, merchandise. Tell me about sexy handshakes. You've been doing a lot of sexy handshakes lately. I've been meeting new people and shaking their hands in the most sexy manner there is. Is it been sexy handshake? I still haven't had one. Wow. Yeah. So are lucky. you are you turning up the sex on these people, or are you just easing into? I it? don't think they expect it's coming. It's sort of like a friendly pinch on the ass, like in the fifties in an office, if you pinched a woman on the ass, and it was now it's harassment. Well, the new wave of that, yeah, is the sexy handshake. Do you use the word toots as well? No, don't go. Hey, hey, toots. toots, nice, nice, nice cone shaped bra tits. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> More pointy. Um, I like that. So I've been, I've been, been sexualizing the handshake. Have you noticed that people are picking up on the the sexy tones? Oh, they blush. Really? Yeah, they get a bit. Uh, okay. Yeah, they go, oh. men and women both that little sexy okay. giggle. You're not. Uh, you're not. You're just throwing them out there for it's, everyone. It's a gender neutral sexy handshake. Uh, 
Okay. All right. Well, I'll endeavour to find <laughs> out more. With that, we're going to wrap it up. Beautiful. If social media I want to find you on, they can said Yoda. Check out um, Twitter. You can get me at Gorilla Radio. Instagram, Gorilla Radio. And, of course, we encourage you to join our Facebook page, Gorilla Radio Australia. Easy to please find. Do. Please, please. Um, We're desperate. Yeah, write something. This. Write a review. Tell us what you think. Give, Give us, us your some opinions. feedback. Have a go. Yeah. Have a dig. Nothing to be scared of. Tell us how beautiful and sexy our voices sound. Yeah. And uh, and you see that we put okay we've got an, an anonymity at the moment but there's um, we're working on a few things about photo shoots and uh, <laughs> we, we will we will uh, endeavour dick pics we'll endeavour to, to to bring that forward um, shout outs you got any shout outs what about your social media what do you got nothing oh well, how to find me yeah on Twitter it's Neil Dawson's dick or one word all lowercase yep. and on Instagram it's Neil Dawson's balls. How's how's same. how's the feedback on on those using those ones? I really don't use them much, eh? Hey? Thank you. People need to add me. I ain't gonna find you. All right, we need to ramp that up a bit. I need to get better at social media. What about shout outs? You got shout outs other than the Romanians? We love the Romanians. Love the Romanians. Thank you for remaining and nice. with us through nice. this so far. Shout out to just all my peeps around the world. Yeah. Keep it real, homies. Yeah. Um, shout out to all the sexy single ladies. Oh. Uh, wherever you are, find me. Shout out to the person I added on uh, Tinder. Yeah. And your profile said you want to suck big Lebo and Arabic dicks and you sent me the message BJ question mark. Shout out to you for whatever the fuck you're up to, whatever your whatever path you're on. I wish you the best. Yeah. No, thank you. Um, but did she have photos? No. Yeah, one, and it was quite ambiguous. Yeah, you're not buying it. I wasn't, and I I just don't have a big lebo dick, so I really wouldn't have much to bring to that. I think there's a future discussion about I, fake dating profiles. I just I just love the the honesty, BJ. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to whoever you are. I hope you find the Middle Eastern prince of your dreams. Yeah. Uh, shout out to all the boys. You know who you are. Fine shout time. out to the queen. Fuck the queen. Shout out to the swans. Not the AFL team, but the uh, the bird. Oh, we're going to have a, a talk about who you're going to follow in the sport because you're no not a big sports fan. I follow no sport. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to pick teams for you this year. Uh, shout outs. Any you're shout outs. Teams. Shouting out. Yeah, I've got a shout out to uh, a friend of mine named PPH. PPH? Yeah, she's, uh, I've been in a former relationship for her. She, uh, she yeah, I guess her name is. No, no, no. Peter. No. <laughs> we, we just, she knows who she's a PPH. I was actually shocked. She's, a, she's an ex of mine, an ex relationship. Is she a good person? She's a great person. Awesome. Shout out to PPH for being a great person. Loving the podcast. She said yeah, she loves awesome. it. I she love that. to listen to it. Yeah, I, and I, I actually didn't think of anyone. In my life, that she'd be listening to, so it was quite cool. That's awesome. She wished me a happy Valentine's Day, which was lovely. And <laughs> uh, yeah, just the fact that I know that she's thinking about me is nice too. Awesome. Yeah, that's fucking. And she's going to love it. Although she did have a dig. She's the one. I will say. I'm going to record to say this. She hates coriander and she loves Brussels sprouts. So this is and and milk is an ingredient. I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad yeah, that no. you were exposed as the the. Yeah. She called me a hater. <laughs> hater. Fuck. Nice. So I, I actually still like her as a person, even though she doesn't she like sound, coriander. She sounds like a cool cat. Yeah, she goes all right. 
Nice. All right, we're going to wrap it up. We're going to um, see you back on Sunday. We'll have another one back out. This for is sure, probably for find sure. your Thursday onwards. Awesome. Thanks for listening. Keep downloading. Don't forget to rate us and review on iTunes. We're still wanting to put some, some more ratings together and some reviews. Please do. And uh, Or Spotify. Can you rate on Spotify? Um, I, I don't really out. think. I know you can on Stitcher. No, I don't, no, I don't think Spotify. Spotify just shows you the views if it's less than a 1,000. Okay. Or the number afterwards for your top five, but there's not really a rating okay. system. Okay. I'll have um, to look into that. If up. there is 10 stars, 15, whatever the maximum yeah. number of 1,000. Uh, 1, All righty. And we'll um, see you back here next time. Peace. Ciao for now.